And we are coming down in three, two, one. Sports with Drunk. I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark Sheen Washable. Yep. Toothpick Souls again. Couldn't think of another one. Jmart. And the Red Baron. Mayday, mayday. What did I hit? Because I sound like I'm on fire. Was it it, uh, just crashing the ground? Birds. You you were the mountain that took off from You were the plane that took off from LaGuardia and hit the mountain. Ooh. Oh, and well, <laughs> if we took the plane, we would have been. would be a good time. Ah, oh, I screwed up the line. Brace for impact. <laughs> so, welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk, the second edition of 2019. That's it. Should we do this every time? The 38th edition <laughs> of 2019. Should we? Are you getting feedback? Yeah, like right, an anthology. Souls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Given an answer. Kyle's sporting his Oklahoma State shirt with his Phillies backwards cap and his, uh, a piss bottle. His alma mater. Mm. <laughs> no, it's not my piss bottle. It's what our piss True. True, 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 true. Um, round the horns. Is everyone drinking? Go ahead, Souls. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, wait. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I have something I wanted to leave the show off with. So before... Kyle, will you try to scour that can for anything that's informational? <laughs> I have gifts. I have gifts for us. I thought it would make the, be fun for the show for 2018. Uh, just I, I, This can't be an every year thing because I don't know if I'm ever going to find them again. They're only a dollar, though. Marked down from 20. You know what? I was lied to by myself. Kyle is the name a $47 of the company, beer. Brewing company. I was lied to by myself. <laughs> so I figured for 2018, everyone gets a beer journal. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, they, weren't, they were $10. Sorry, marked down to 5 I was prepared to pay $25. And then they told oh. me they were only $1. Kyle, you get the messed up one. Whatever. No, I'll keep the messed up one. That's an excellent idea, Riddler. So everyone gets a beer journal, and there's a little... Th- so if you open Ooh, up your beer journal... Yeah, this is good. You can see that uh, it's got all kinds of graphics, but like it's got the beer rating sheet. So the date, the name, who it's brewed by, where it's from, your alcohol content. You can put what you paid for it if you want. The oh. color, the aroma, flavor, notes, how many stars. So this is now... Everyone now we have a rating system. Yeah, I don't have a pen. I, don't have pen I was going to say, we're the kind of guys Rebecca, in school though. that weren't prepared, right. so I Rebecca, don't think though. any of us. Rebecca has pens for everyone that they can use today, right, Rebecca? Right, Rebecca? Oh, yes. my Lord. So, <laughs> so then, um, but, uh, yeah, so we can, at, throughout the show, Shit. as you as you drink your beer, if you want to take notes on this, and then at the end, we, instead of doing our how you review it, I figured this will give us more informative reviews. We've always talked about wanting to do that. Now we can Excellent. So, this is your beer book, gentlemen. This was an excellent idea. You may choose to bring them every week. You may choose to do what we tend to do is give them to Kendall, and he brings them every week. <laughs> That's fine. Because Kendall kind of tends to get everything for the show and then bring it because if he's not here, we're not here. There's also places you can put, like, brewery stickers, Mokshin. There's a craft beer bucket list on here if you wanted to, like... If somebody put, like, a, if, if, if Souls had a beer and you're like, wow, I'd like to try that one, throw it on your craft beer bucket list, maybe it makes appearance in your journal one day. 200 pages of beer. <laughs> so, there you go. Well, thank you. Like this page here, you know what rhymes with Friday? Beer. <laughs> this is great. So I figured, 
There we go. Good stuff. I like that. So, Souls, what will your first entry in the beer journal be? Uh, Love Hazy from the Almanac Brewing Company. Um, in Little Rock. <laughs> I know it wouldn't be. I know it's not, but it would just be funny if it was Almanac from like the Hazy Brewing Company or something <laughs> like that. Like you just like backwards it. I wish it was. That's what he thought it was, and then he read the can. <laughs> it's tropical, all right. <laughs> Save it for the journal. I'm just saying it's tropical. Look, it's even got. It even has the cloth bookmark thing it's that. No one wow. I have from Connecticut Valley Brewing here in Connecticut the Devil's Hopyard. IPA. It's got a comic book theme. Yeah, on the label. it's kind of an interesting looking can. Mm. Not Spider-Man though. No. I've been, have you been fishing at Devil's Hopyard before? Nope. I Peter Parker didn't died catch twice. much. <laughs> Beautiful falls though. He wants to hit me. <laughs> it's coming. You should, re- you should rewrite a song. The, uh, the Charlie Daniels uh, I need another pen. Oh, you gave him a pen. Alright, Souls, you get orange. Nice. Uh, Jeff, you get dark blue. Mark, you get light blue. And I'm going to take this purple poop color. It's probably black. That's not brown. That's like sepia. Hold down your brown. <laughs> Reader, what are you drinking? From Long Trail Brewing Company, welcome to Vermont. Double IPA. Very excited about it. Nice. J-Mart? I have from, I'm going to butcher it, Troegs. 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 Independently brewed. The Blizzard of Hops Winter IPA. I have Riddler from Goose Island Brewing Company, most recent host of the Cody Parky Challenge. <laughs> um, the Bourbon County. Which one? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> it's the brand Bramble Rye Stout, the purple one. I was I was going to save one of these. I was going to save this to drink it like a year from now. But then there was one left over in a store. <laughs> so now I have two. Soon to be one. This is my first entry, though. Toast of Excellence, Souls? You're not ready. I am. Oh, all right. So my Toast of Excellence is to Gary Kubiak, <laughs> who, making his return, is it? Yeah, he might be uh, the uh, next offensive coordinator for the Jags. <laughs> oh, so like a shit job. <laughs> well, they're going to have a different quarterback. <laughs> Flacco. Probably. Where's my, Paul's? uh... My toast, it's also kind of a sip of silence. It's to Mel Stoudmire, passed away today. Long-time pitching coach for the Yankees. It's too bad. He was there for a lot of World Series. You do the sip of silence thing after we open the beers. Because now, now we can stare at our beers in silence. Stare at your beers in silence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right anyway. It's a radio show. <laughs> uh, minus to the San Diego Padres, bringing back the chicken mascot for its 50th year. <laughs> That's offensive. <laughs> That's great. Uh... Minus to Alshon Jeffrey for talking a lot of shit about the, his time in Chicago and saying how the, the Bears were trash and then saying he had the best hands in the NFL and then dropping like the easiest pass of the playoffs. <laughs> Thank you, Alshon. You suck, Calhoun president. No. That's his Instagram handle. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Yikes. Big UConn fan. Oh, mine's going to go out to Bruce Arians for being Bruce Arians. Bucks picked him up. I actually am really upset with him. But it's Bruce Arians. I know, but I'm upset with him. Why is that? If he didn't come out of coaching, I think the Bears would have got Todd Bowles as defensive coordinator, and I would have been really happy about that. But instead, we have, like, you know, Chuck Pagano. <laughs> I'm not as happy about that. <laughs> also, I'm not happy to play, like, you know, it's not fair that Vic Fangio went to Denver. I know we're going to get into this stuff, but it's not fair that he, like, went from Mac to, Vip to Von Miller. <laughs> like, this is not fair. 
He chooses wisely. Alright. So good every time. Mm. Very good. So, not what I was expecting. <laughs> Very strong. Yeah. Yours is like almost like 9%. Oh my god. <laughs> I'd like to commend Mr. Martin for being studious and having his journal open. Wow. I didn't do very well in school. That's okay. That's okay. Turning a new leaf. <laughs> a maple leaf. Oh. 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 oh, wait. New toast of excellence. <laughs> yeah. To the man, the myth, the legend, to Rick Nash calling it quits. Yeah. What oh, a guy. Really? Tell you what. Cheers. Another, another name guy. retired this week. Will Middlebrooks. Wow. Called it a career. <laughs> 14 RBIs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you, he was, he was 28 a, years old. He was a really promising like prospect guy and just never panned out. <laughs> I watched the Cranbrook deer today. <laughs> 12. Said <laughs> <laughs> uh, middle brook and it made me think yeah. of Cranbrook. <laughs> and then I was like, I watched that today. Take me back to Cranbrook. I also watched the, I don't remember the names of them, but the, the, the guy, the chicken sandwich. Guy in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just realize it. Make me a sandwich. Aroma skunk. <laughs> <laughs> Flavor skunk. That's for Heineken. That's for when you drink Heineken. Skunk. Skunk. All right, well, that's what the do show. we got for today? No, that's the show. Souls was excited. He said he had some stuff. Souls was vigorously writing down notes about this beer. He's checked off every box. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't do it now, I won't do it later. That's true. Riddler, do you have our, our, our player we get to guess? Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, well, it's not the play. you don't guess the player, right? I'm, I just I'm not articulate. Yeah, you're not very good at life, bro. That's wow, that was, that was like super aggressive, yeah, Kyle. Man, I complimented almost everything about you today. Almost, almost. He slept on your floor. Yeah, he slept on the mat that he brought over. It's a great mat. Well, your carpet kind of sucks. Know, yeah, it's it kind of carries different you know features like temperature and moisture content. <laughs> Dog shit. <laughs> Droppings. I think I was going to wake up to droppings on my face. Is that Alpo still <laughs> in your room? No, it's been gone for a long time. <laughs> what about that, uh, the mechanism? No, it's not there either. <laughs> today's uh, today's <laughs> NFL random player. All right, here we go. Is John Dornbos. Nice. Yep. Play for the Colts, right? No. <laughs> he played for, he, he was undrafted in 2003, played a year for the Bills, a year for the Titans, then 10 years for the Eagles, then signed with the Saints, or sorry, was traded from the Eagles to the Saints, but then released after failing a physical because he needed open heart surgery. Most players that we get, any of my teams, they fail their physicals. (laughs) Alex Alex Rios. Rios. (laughs) He's from Humble, Texas, and he is a long snapper. Wow. Yes. So, um, he played in 201 games, was a two-time Pro Bowler, Honorary Super Bowl champion and had this many tackles. How many career tackles did he have? 2003 to 2016. Matt, go first, bud. Primarily a long snapper. He was a long snapper. Well, uh, 18. Okay. Three. Let's go with uh, 31. Okay. 11. <laughs> Got out there in special teams. <laughs> they 
get some impact out there. Jeff Martin is the loser. How many did he it have? It was a bold, bold pick. Wow. 37. I mean, I had one of those numbers right. You play a long time. Stuff is going to happen. I mean, look at Dan Conley. You think on punts, (laughs) returns that go kind of deeper. He's one of the last line of defense types of guys. Blocked punts, blocked kicks. Yeah, for sure. Is there graves in this? No. (laughs) There is not. Not yet. Amaretto? Nope. Any other liquor (laughs) than this? (laughs) Let's say you're 0 for 2. So there's, uh, what was in there? Canadian whiskey. Oh. So the thing about it, Jeff, is it, it's not that it tastes bad. It's it just burns. super boozy. Yeah. So it's Canada House Canadian whiskey, Poland Springs gin. Yep. That's a thing. Um, $7 a handle. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, what else went in there? Sign me up. Um, Hennessy. <laughs> and uh, there was something else. I forgot. Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Boston White Rum. And Viejo tequila. Ooh, yeah, that's Danny Trejo's line of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our NFL random player of the day. I had another one, but I didn't want to be a homer for mock. Yeah, you homer. <laughs> well, nobody likes a homer. <laughs> the one that popped up today. T- t- today's was Bear Pasco. Ooh, he was a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do some some recaps from uh yeah the divisional round. Yeah. Like to go first? The AFC games are pretty boring. They were all pretty boring, <laughs> except for the Saints game. Yeah, the Saints he, game. The Saints Eagles game was the only interesting game in the postseason so far. It was really annoying because at work so. we we were discussing how every game has been a blowout, and I said, "Nah, but it's not going to be a blowout tonight." And go figure. It's fucking <laughs> sit at the edge of your seat. Praying. Thank you, Alshon. I'll take the you Colts want, Chiefs. You want Colts Chiefs? Sure. Weren't you working? I put it on. All right. So, the Chiefs manhandled the Colts. The Chiefs defense came to play for once this year. I saw there was a meme. Yeah, have you guys seen the meme where like it's the guy pointing to his head? Yeah. yeah. And, and it, they put Andy Reid's face and they're like, you can't game plan for our defense if they don't show up till the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Colts just... Or flat. They couldn't move the ball. Yeah, there was like a brief time that they, they looked like they were going to start to mount a comeback, and it deflated very yeah. quickly. Thinking the holder like fucked up two field, like a field goal. I think. Yeah, Venetary missed two kicks. Yeah. Missed a field goal and an extra point. It was in the holder, though. But that either, white either beard way, I mean. <laughs> was wisdom. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because they made this big stink that, you know, the Colts were going to be a, a better fit for this game because it was in the snow. And I found that interesting because they play primarily in a dome. <laughs> so I, I don't know what the thought process was. That well, they get a game in Jacksonville. I, <laughs> they get a game in Houston. I don't, it just, it's odd for them to make that point. And yes. they, they came out very flat. Um, they had one one score, a, a blocked punt, I believe it was. Or, yeah, or, blocked punt for a the touchdown. The defense played pretty well. They for the most part. I mean, they're on the field with 98% of the game. But even I mean right out of the gate, I mean the Chiefs were just steamrolling. They they didn't stop. I mean yes, towards the end the, the Colts defense was on the field a lot, but they weren't stopping them from the first drive. Yeah, they went right down in the Yeah. Well, I I know that but like they primarily played decent because there was a time of the game where like the Chiefs didn't really score. When? Like the, I think it was like the third. <laughs> I think there was a lot of scoring quick, 
and then it kind of yeah. mellowed. But yeah, and people want to you know crucify Andrew Luck, and I I, I kind of disagree with that. No, it was just they they came out flat. Yeah, I mean, just ran out of luck. <laughs> We've been missing that. Riddler doing the snifter with We've his been beer. missing that. <laughs> but, like, it's just one of those games. Like, the Chiefs took over early. The problem is there's just so much B.O. and ass cheeks in this room <laughs> that, like, I can't figure out. Like, it's like, ooh, hint of toffee and someone's KFC Famous Bowl from three weeks ago. Souls. I tell you, Mahomes is the real deal. I, can't, I mean, yeah. first play, he, he didn't skip a beat. There was nothing. I mean, he just came out gunslinging, making big-time throws. I mean, they showed him to... Um, I'm one of the rushing touchdowns. I mean, he was the guy that like came in to make the big push. He, that he he's going to be good for a long time. He's he's serious. It's incredible what he's done. I I think a lot of people had their like you know Alex Smith coming off probably his best season. You know, to trade him after the Chiefs kind of really made a good push that year. He had that big question of you know is this kid going to step up and uh, yeah I think anyone that said no is pretty dead wrong at this point souls i was wrong i didn't know what to expect but i would never have said oh 50 touchdowns easy unreal did a segment on him doing no look passes yeah like before the game yeah is he, he's unorthodox he does he that gets across the across his body to the opposite side of the field yeah. the thing he they bends teach the football for god's sake <laughs> the thing they teach every quarterback not to do he's really good at it yeah well that's why he's good because he's like a, a he well crafted He's a well-crafted Kyle and Madden. Kyle <laughs> makes terrible decisions, but they go the other way. <laughs> yeah, bad at that. <laughs> and 2K. But he is. I mean, Mahomes, if he keeps up, the, the Chiefs are going to be, at least offensively, are going to be high-powered for the next couple of years. Oh, yeah. What was the other game Saturday? It was it the was, uh, uh, Rams-Cowboys. Rams, uh, Rams jumped out early. Cowboys defense didn't show up. They yeah, ran um, all over by the Rams. C.J. Anderson. Yeah. Dude, fucking guy got signed week 15 and killing it. You want to know what it is, though? I hope they bench Curly. We, I was talking about this with a guy at work today. I mean, everyone talks about C.J. Anderson like he's a scrub, but he was oh, a 1,000-yard yeah. rusher. Yeah. And you sign a guy like that at the end of the I mean, that's just fresh legs at the end of a year. I didn't know when he got cut by the Panthers. He, he got I did, because I cut him from my fantasy team. He got cut <laughs> by the Panthers, but then didn't he go to Oakland? Yeah. Like and they day. cut him. Yeah. yeah. So, like, he bounced around, but this guy was a 1,000-yard rusher. I think last season he was a 1,000-yard rusher, or at least close. It might have been. I think it was last year. So, I mean, it's not like he's just some scrub. It's He's talented, and he's fresh legs in the playoffs. Rams had 200-yard rushers in that game. Doc Gurley had, like, 130 in a touch. You know, it's funny, because we were kind of watching that game, and I said to Ken, I was like, did Gurley get hurt? Because every time I looked up, it was C.J. Anderson. I never saw Gurley on the field, but then he finished with 100, like... Yeah, well, I think that you're just playing the hot hand. Or, yeah. And, and, like, we're just, They're still just giving to, him a touch though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And just to reiterate, you know, Anderson, you know, he has playoff experience, which no matter what, is an asset. Yeah. So, good to the Rams, making a good signing late. Very smart. Yes. And then the game that we all like to forget about... <laughs> Mostly me. Chargers. Chargers. Crime your rivers. Yeah. Dude, Brady terrible was game. on point, though. Oh, God. On point, Just what? the way throwing you it, said that Throwing here. it to James White six yards away like from him? Brady had a great game. He was game. missing deep shot after deep shot. 
Mr. Trust points. Fund over here. Brady yes. was on point. But Sony Michelle had three touchdowns. Every everything Brady did was to James White and Edelman close. Like it. it Stop them. So we you know what they're going to do. I, we talked I get about that, this but for, forever until we're blue in the face. Quarterback. You can't. You can't play New England when you can't play zone in New England. And Chargers, their their scheme is primarily running zone, and it just. If Patrick Mahomes won against the Colts and all he did was dump the ball off to the running back, nobody would be saying all he did was dump the football off to the running back. They Except would be Kyle. saying Patrick Mahomes had a great game. It's just because people don't like Brady. That's all it is. People don't like Brady. They Oh, he's 41, so he can't throw the deep ball anymore, so he just dumps it. It doesn't matter. He's winning. It's all that matters. No, you're right. I just the point it's all we, that matters. We say it every week. You can't Anybody beat. else in the league won their won their playoff game doing it that way? Drew Brees, anybody. Anybody did it. Drew Brees could have dumped four-yard passes off to Kamara the whole game. They would have never, ever said. Which he did all fantasy season. They would have, nobody would have ever said, oh, they only, it wasn't Drew Brees that played well. It was Kamara. He was just, they would have said Drew Brees had a great game. I think I know a guy that posts a lot about Drew Brees that would agree I with also, you. I have an NFL thing that I really <clears throat> talked about because I'm like super conflicted about it, but we'll get to that. But anyway, I'm just saying like, no, you're right. But I have no problem. Brady played great, but the Patriots haven't changed their offense since Brady's been winning Super Bowls. People just can't stop it. Yeah, and Chargers they, they didn't come to play. Yeah, bottom line, you can't. Everyone thinks they're gonna come up with this new philosophy to beat New England. You don't. You play man. You rush Brady. That's how you beat him. It, Bottom line. What's crazy, too, is I think a lot of people doubted New England this year. You know, that guys are getting older with oh, Gronk they, stats. All they read was the but, dynasty done. Yeah, I mean, they come into the playoffs, it's a whole different team than the regular season. The playoff Patriots, uh, they are what they are. Eight straight when? AFC championship games. I read that and I got sick. Yep. Eight straight. I think the last time they didn't make it to the AFC championship game was Jets-Steelers, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you guys blew that one. Yep. Cockers. Sure did. Well, fucking Mendenhall did. Anyways. One thing you can hope for. One thing <laughs> I can hope for. He was also one of today's NFL random players. Good. But you know what's weird? They chose the Cardinals uniform over the Steelers uniform. Good. Past three times uh, Patriots okay. have gone to play the AFC Championship away, they've lost. So that's the only thing I'm hoping for is history's on their side. But we'll see. I'll be watching the Super Bowl alone. <laughs> And then uh, afternoon. Yep. Saints, Eagles. Talk about a stressful game to watch. I mean, I I don't like to quit on a team, but I was getting pretty upset right off the bat. Fourteen nothing lead. They jump out to Philadelphia. Uh, they were moving the ball. We weren't stopping them. Drew Brees first play of the game throws a pick. You know, I, I always get nervous when they they stall on offense because when they play catch up, he tends to make more mistakes. Um, but it was a whole different team. It's good seeing a defense that makes plays because that's, you know, Lattimore literally did everything that game. Um, and then the ending was, was horrendous to watch. <laughs> I mean, first off, the, the missed field goal. Only reason it was a missed field goal is because of stupid penalties that pushed him back. He was 50% kicker from 50-plus. Misses it. They got a lot of time. Now it's not a two-score game. They're moving the fucking ball. Jeffrey drops it right into the hands of Lattimore. <coughs> they literally gave us the game. It's not a game I would yeah, brag hey, I about. Mean, you know, the Saints got really excited, but it's really not a game you brag about. It's one of those things, you know, 
the the Saints had a good season. They're still having a good season, but that particular game, you know, it, it bent in their favor, big time. You know, it, it, that's that's sometimes, football. Sometimes perhaps lucky than good. Yeah, you know, and nothing wrong with that. The, the Saints completely changed after that Lattimore pick. It, it was the first, first one. Yeah, 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 well, the second one, one yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, the, they're getting bottles one, they popping up, and <laughs> they, they got more comfortable, and they're like, "Ah, right, we can do our thing." You know what the best part about that whole play is? With the, the Alshon Jeffrey play at the end there with Latimer, it wasn't it wasn't Jeffrey dropping it because here's the thing, Nick Foles threw a dime. Oh, it was a under perfect pressure. Throw. Alshon Jeffrey missed it. That you know the dime wasn't the perfect thing. The drop pass wasn't the perfect thing. It wasn't even the interception. Go back and you watch that play. After the interception, Jeffrey got lit the fuck up <laughs> by a DB from the Saints. I don't know who it was, but he got yeah, he lit did. up hard. I think it was uh, Bell. Because when they cut not Le'Veon, but Von <laughs> Bell, the real Von Bell. Cravon Bell. Von Bell. No. <laughs> Cravon Blanc on the Eagles. Was he on the Eagles, right? Yeah. He had a great game. Tell you what, though, the Saints love those fake punt, like fake field goal plays. I know. The shock. Like... I was getting mad at it too because I was like, if you're gonna line up a fake, just just run a play. Don't don't do the fake. And then it worked, and fuck me. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you. In the championship game, we see four scores off of fake punts and field goals. Johnny Hecker, two touchdowns. Not saying the Saints are going to lose, but can you not see that happening? Just because you suck at fake punts on hey, fourth also, down. I found this Listen, out. It's legal. The call. It's very hard to do, but it's legal to switch jerseys in the game. It's not illegal anymore. Hmm. So, in theory, if Drew Brees were to throw an incompletion on third and 15, if he could get to the sideline... <laughs> Without being noticed and swap jerseys with the punter. Here's the problem. He could go out and dress up as the punter to take the punt and then throw it. The problem with that is Morstead is at minimum 6'2". I believe he's 6'4". <laughs> with a beard like, and long wait hair. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, like, so, but it, it's not illegal, as long, not as, you, it's not illegal as long as you switch. You have to let the officials know and you have His to switch with somebody that is technically on the depth chart. The team's official depth chart at the start of the game in your position. So if, like, your punter, a lot of teams have their punter or their kicker as their third option at quarterback, you could do that. What do you think? I mean, they, they throw that Hill guy in on a lot or of like plays. Or like Gronk. Yeah, say, Gronk quarterback, could, running back, tight end, never, kicker, it, it safety. It would never work, but imagine Gronk comes out in Sony Michelle's jersey. <laughs> Be like, hey. Gronk, Gronk is technically listed as the fourth the fourth running back on their depth chart for every game. Yeah, but remember when he blew that play as a safety? Yep. <laughs> in hilarious fashion. <laughs> I, t- I was reading that if you if that didn't happen, the Patriots have had the one seed. Yeah. Like when it was all said and done, they would have finished the one seed if Miami didn't win that game. Good. Anyway, <laughs> really, <laughs> thought that was fun, interesting. I just can't wait to see the Patriots play the Saints in the Super Bowl, lose to the Saints, and then people still argue that Brady's better than Breeze. It's gonna be great. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Who Michael Thomas play. had a pretty good game. I mean, made every catch. Him and Breeze are are the best combo I've seen in a long time. Yeah, but you know where Michael Thomas sucks? That Pro Bowl competition. <laughs> they did that last year. He dropped like every pass. I also think he <laughs> drinks before them. <laughs> that would be more entertaining to watch. Get Speaking all the players of real drinking drunk. during a game. I gave Dennis Rodman a follow on Instagram last night <laughs> at four in the morning. Totally worth it. You, everyone in the world, should Kyle should create an Instagram just to follow Dennis Rodman. It's great. His captions on his videos that he posts, hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. 
There was one video. He, he put up a video of his highlight package of shooting threes in the NBA. <laughs> Didn't know he shot that many threes in the NBA. He made a lot. He made a lot. Very ugly form. Also, the only person I know whose highlight package consists 50% of rebounds. <laughs> but, man. He, hey, that guy That guy might be the GOAT at center. Uh, I think Shaq's still better. I don't know, man. You got to think about it. Dennis Rodman was shorter than Michael Jordan. Or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar pretty good. I'm just saying, <laughs> defensively. Defensive Dwight Howard goat. loves Dick. Uh, I'm just saying, though. I mean, defensive he was goat. pretty good. <laughs> but think about it. Think of the impressiveness. Dennis Rodman was one inch shorter than Michael Jordan. And he averaged more rebounds. His worst season in rebounds in his entire career is still better than Shaq's best. Re- best. He burnt everybody with cigarettes. Hey, so? style and ease, baby. <laughs> so did the Hispanic guy that watched Joey Behar in the longest yard. Hey, get the job done. <laughs> that was a really specific reference I just gave. Uh, so, all right. So, we've got Ram Saints, NFC Championship game. Colts Chiefs, or Colts Chiefs, uh, Patriots Chiefs, AFC Championship game. Uh, another season of 1-2 seed versus 1-2 seed. Uh, both rematches from this season. Both played in different settings, I believe. Did the Saints play the Rams at home? I think they uh, did. I think the Rams yeah, played. Yeah, they yeah. did. Okay, so AFC game. It was a fucking shootout. AFC game, new venue. NFC game, same as before. Should be going. Yeah, it's going to be two two good games, or two terrible games. That would suck. Yeah, I wouldn't I mind disagree. the Saints. I like, I would like to see the Saints and the Patriots both win forty five nothing, and then I would like to see a two three game in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh my god, two three game. I, I can't see the Patriots in another Super Bowl. It's just I can't do it. It's, it's the every one that's left right now is the one and two seed though, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's pretty crazy. Usually there's that underdog there's team. There's really Cinderella no team. underdog. It's just the best well, of the best this year. But when was the last time that happened? It wasn't even last year. Um, last year didn't happen. Last year, what was it? What was the NFC Championship game last year? Eagles Vikings. Eagles Vikings. No, Eagle, Eagles. We Vikings. don't need to talk. Eagles Vikings. Yeah, and yeah. Eagles were home. Eagles were the one seed, and I think the Vikings were the two seed last year. They're pieces of shit last yeah, year. They were the, yeah, they were the two seed because yeah, they were the two seed because yeah, the they, the the they the played the Saints came. at home. Oh, thanks. They played the Saints at home, and the Eagles played the Rams at home. Yeah. Not the Rams, the Falcons. The Falcons at home. Because the Rams lost to the Falcons a wild card weekend. And then in the AFC, it was Patriots. Patriots Steelers. Steelers and the Steelers were the two seed. Yep. I think, I remember reading something. I think it's like, since it was like, since 2000 and, actually, I'd have to look it up. But I think it was like something since like 2014, no team that's play, played on wild card weekend has made it to a championship game. It's always been, it's, since I think it's like 2014, it's been one, two seeds. It's crazy. We'd have to look back. Teams have just been dominant, I guess. You know. Yeah, I mean they're they're the one two seeds for a reason, you know. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I have Patriots winning, thirty four seventeen. I think Mahomes finally has that bad game that we've discussed, and I had the Saints marching on. I'll take that in a minute. Uh, winning twenty seven twenty. Let me ask you a question. Yes. No, this is gonna be a missed extra point. Well, I guess <laughs> I guess twenty. Do you think that if Mahomes has a bad game, when it's all said and done, say Mahomes has a bad game, do you think it's going to be all like the media, publicity, all that stuff, fans, the whole world, do you think it will be more that the Patriots got lucky 
or that Belichick game planned well against him? Um, I think just because Mahomes didn't have a bad game, a bad game against the Patriots, but he didn't have a great game. I think the mo that we've seen so far is that there's the, the, a lot of Patriots hate going around, and I think if the Patriots win, we'll continue to see that trend of you know not that the Patriots won because they played well in game plan, but because they got lucky or the Chiefs had a bad game. I think it's just a trend that I've noticed, and I think that would continue if they win. I think it'll depend on what kind of bad game he has. I mean, if he's just missing throws that you know he's made all season, then I don't put that so much on the Patriots. But if you know if the if Belichick comes out and he's confusing him with different, you know, looks and it switches, switching coverages and whatnot, and he just can't figure it out, then, you know, yes, kudos to the Pats. But I, I think the Chiefs win this game 34-21. Yeah, so Mahomes in the last meeting, he threw for four touchdowns in 352, but he was 20 for 36 and he threw three picks. That was early in the year, right? Like, right. No, I, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, asking. Like, it wasn't a good game, but it wasn't a bad game. Yeah. Because right. like, the four touchdowns and over 300 yards kind of cancels out three picks, and the completion percentage is kind of me. Yeah. Like he's better than that completion percentage, but when, I also, when was it? That was it. It was like week, week two or three, right? It was I think real it was early. Like week six, I think. Was it? Yeah, it was. It was not early, early, but it wasn't late. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was yeah. earlier. It year. was a Sunday nighter, but well, we'll see. We'll Souls, see. what do you think? I think the Pats win 31-28. Game-winning field goal as time expires. So, uh, what's your NFC prediction? What did you guys do here? Same with the Rams. No, Kendall did both his. I did, I did both. Oh. Did you do both? I thought No, I didn't. I thought oh, we were only doing oh, it. Both of you do your NFCs. My uh, NFC is, I think, the Rams win 28-27. Always that one guy. <laughs> I think the Saints win because they're at home 30 20. Cuck. <laughs> I think the Patriots win 49. Wow. I think they win. Hmm, I think they win 49 45. And I don't know if this would be a postseason. Th- I don't, I'm pretty sure it would be, but I don't know factually. I haven't looked it up. But I think that if it is, I think it's the first postseason game in NFL history to see both quarterbacks go over 500 yards. I think it would be. I think that would be. I, I think I, I think two quarterbacks going over 400 would probably be the record too. But I think both quarterbacks, we'll say over 400. They both throw for over 400 yards. And I think it's like a. I think it's real big days from like key players. I think Hill has a real big game. I think Kelsey has a real big game. I think Gronk has a real big game. I think Edelman has a real big game. And then Saints Rams. I think the Saints win twenty one to six. Well. I think Ram, it's, Rams stall out. I think the Rams score on their opening drive with a field goal. I think the Saints answer back with a field goal. Saints kick another field goal. Score a touchdown, go for two to be up two scores. Or not two scores, but you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. fourteen. Have the two touchdown type of thing, and then score another touchdown, like on their like final second to final drive or whatever. I just I think that the Saints defense plays well. Fair enough. Did I have that private stock? I think for the AFC, I'm predicting a last second. It's going to be fifteen to thirteen Patriots. Ugly score. 
they're gonna get that miracle at the end. Nice fucking field goal. Like a seventy-three uh, yarder. <laughs> bounces off the uprights three times, but goes in. Gronk dunks it over. <laughs> Brady kicks it after the kickers all go down. Uh Saints Rams, uh that's where I'm torn because I think it could go one of two ways. It can be forty five forty four. Can we all agree at this moment in time if if Brady it doesn't matter if it's game winning or not. If Brady kicks anything and it's good, he's the GOAT. He's hands down the GOAT all time of quarterbacks. I'll give him that. You want to know because if I say yes to that, he's gonna do it. <laughs> oh yeah. Well if he kicks if he kicks a field goal or an extra point through, would you would you you gotta say yes or no? No. Because it'll happen if I so say yes. So if he yes. does it, that's private stock in an abundant amount. Or one disgusting shot con- con- concocted by Jeff. I'll do the private stack. You don't want Frank's cheese? No, this guy's got a <laughs> sick mind over there. <laughs> Did you hear about the private stack shot that Kendall had to do last week? No. Kendall well, lost the fantasy <laughs> thing, so Mock made him a Chinese oh. food Bloody Mary. Oh, I forgot that. Oh, you forgot the trophy. Oh, Jeff's <laughs> on the show. I'm waiting to give you the fucking trophy for yeah, the show. Yeah, I made a big you... deal yeah, about that, too. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. It's got to sit in Kendall's living room the whole time. Uh, he can present it to you. Oh, no. No, Cole is going to break uh, I'm not me, buying another one. I want that thing out of my room. <laughs> I, I did too. You son of a bitch. We're gonna get plaques, but I'm gonna wait until I win to buy plaques. <laughs> well, what are you doing this weekend? We can film a video. You gotta work. You gotta work on Sunday. Uh, I don't Bring have to him work at on work. Sunday. Yeah, when Kyle won it, we took a picture of him. I'm gonna be in the office Bill's Sunday. If you know what I mean? Oh. When we took when Kyle won it, we took a picture of him. Well, at I'd, a Bill's I'd like helmet. to be there. <laughs> you know where I am. You know what I mean. Yeah. No. And, uh, yeah, baby. When the Patriots win, I'm peeing in your kitchen. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> the doors will be locked. <laughs> right. Well, there yeah. we go. So, uh, let's see. We got lots of time to kill. Um, so, I would like to discuss something in the NFL world that I just found out about today. So, like, Kareem Hunt to the Bears is like a humongous possibility now. Because, like, Matt Nagy was talking to him, just as, like, you know, friends, because they were together on the, the, you know, the Chiefs and all that stuff. And then they were like, oh, like, well, would you have any interest in bringing him in? And he was like, he's like, I'm not going to say yes or no to that type of thing. But he's like, I know Kareem Hunt very well from my time in Kansas City. And I know him a lot better as a person than I do as a player. And I think that, you know, this whole situation is terrible. But, you know, and, and everyone in parties are at fault and blah, blah, blah. But. I'm also a person that believes that professionally or personally, everyone gets a second chance at, at things. And then, like, they asked Ryan Page, and he was like, well, that's not something, like, we're really geared to discuss with the media right now. That's something that would require a lot yeah. of thought. But we definitely, we would definitely look into it. So, like, Jordan Howard, Kareem Hunt, and Tariq Cohen? Well, because that'd be cool. It that would be, be, but I don't think Howard's on the team next year. Okay. Personally. No, he is. I don't think so. Why not? I think they're going to trade him. <laughs> for what? I I don't know. I just I just have a feeling. But for what? Like what would they like? What competition I, could they get in return that would be worth it? You're getting rid. You're getting rid of an established. You're you're established north south back. When you have a running back that cannot play every down, and you're only going to have to pay him like I think it's like one point four million dollars. I, I just to keep him I, on the roster. I have a feeling. I don't think so. I need to stay put. That fucking hurt, by the way. Souls had a real tough time. <laughs> well, you fucking should have just said what kind of beer it was. No, I said so I call want this the to bullpen. Be known, I don't think anybody else has had this issue except for Jeff and I. Well, Jeff had a 12-ounce beer. But 
trying to get the notes down that I wanted for aroma and taste. I have gone through this significantly faster than I normally would. <laughs> we are a we still have fifteen minutes to go in hour one, and this is going to be gone by then. <laughs> and I don't think there's a second. I don't have a second beer. There is second beer in there. It's Souls is uh, from last week. He has one extra. No, so he had it already. No, it's it's. But he had it on the show. Already. Oh, real quick. What but you have true eggs. Hmm? Somebody's breathing right into the mic. True eggs. True eggs. Where is that? What region is that from? I don't know. Yeah. I want to say Maine. Appalachians. Appalachians have good <laughs> I think Troj is a New England beer. Let's take a look. New England and New York. I, I thought it was Pennsylvania. Oh, boy. Either way, the Appalachians run through Pennsylvania. Yeah. So Anyone got white out? No. Oh. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. I put Maine. Put Maine slash Appalachians. <laughs> Troj, founded in central Pennsylvania in 1996. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's almost on the way like when we go to Pittsburgh. Hershey. Uh, we should go. Hershey squirts souls. Nice. Hershey <laughs> Squirt Souls? Not a good nickname. It's pronounced Trouds. <laughs> it isn't. Just... Hell yeah, pimp. <laughs> so, uh, just because we're on the topic of NFL, so we're going to be doing uh, a lot of NBA and MLB talk. Uh, next week we're going to do some NHL talk <laughs> and whatnot, but next week we have a fun game to play. <laughs> so, JMR, I, I don't know if you'll be here next week or not. I know you don't know yet. But we're going to play a game. It's going to be the NFL awards game because it's Pro Bowl weekend. Yep. So we're not going to have any games to recap. Oh, no, not next week. The week after. Sorry, two weeks from now. It's going to be two weeks from now because next week we'll have a game to recap. And then that show is going to be pretty much dedicated to football. It's going to be Super Bowl prediction, right? analysis, all that stuff. Blah, 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 blah. But we play a fun game. I've had this in the works for some time now. I wanted to play it last week. We ran out of time. But, I mean... We've only got about 15 minutes left, so does anybody have anything this hour? You know, I don't want to start delving into this MLB and NBA talk. Around the horn. Doesn't take some stuff. Around the horn. Ooh, oh, yes. Uh, so we well, get to introduce it. You have to introduce it. This is new. This is something. It's no, 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 Sol. Talk Brown. Hold on, Sol. It's the Fookin' Proper 12. <laughs> proper 12. Uh, Erie Born, and it's uh, Conor McGregor's endorsed Irish mm. whiskey. I believe it, it's not expensive. I think it only retails for, like, what, like 30 a bottle or something like that? So... It says, like, if you look online, it says 27, 28, but they're marking them up towards 40. I think I paid 36, 37 for yeah, that. So you got robbed. Yeah. I bought a bottle of this for a friend, and it was yeah. 29.99. So that's... Ha! Sorry. It was right across the street from work, though. And I use it <laughs> so, primarily uh, for... Work. No, 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 I would never. <laughs> ever. Not that's not true. I once did four car bombs with Jeff right before he had to go to the dealership. Not the dealership he's at <laughs> When now. I worked at Hart. Yeah, when he worked at... Yeah. No, no, no. That was when you worked at the plane dealership. In, uh, in uh, San Andreas. Boeing. Boeing SA. <laughs> of course. That's not bad. It's got kind of a lingering burn. It. I was expecting it to taste like Jameson more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? More grainy. Mm. But really, it, it's it's smoother than, than I anticipated, which I like. And very good with ginger ale. Mm. I'm not yes. going to call it the new Jameson, but uh, it's big the fan. the new Jameson? I'm a big fan. That is good. No, because Jameson is You know, still I thought Mock was going to hand it right to Kyle. It would have been very funny. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do why why do you put the cork back I on? I do enjoy it. I don't know. Because Mock wants to, to hear the out. sound. Don't put it back on. I'll break it. Yeah, you're right. Don't put it back on for souls. Oh, I'm putting it on. Halfway. Just don't give me the cork. I'm trying to think what's funny. Is that Kyle's scared of the cork or that Mock licked his lips before he put his mouth in the bottle? <laughs> he was like... Mm. That is that is tasty. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I thought it was going to We're suck. getting Mock towards bourbon. 2027 <laughs> is the year of mock drinking <laughs> bourbon. We're getting there. That is tasty. 
all, I, all I can think of is like, oh, you put a face like McGregor's on a drink, you're just Mark? gonna make money. But it, it is pretty good. Really good though. I figured you'd want to wash it down with that. Fork over the formulas. Oh, Jesus. I mean, the proper. <laughs> Happy New Year's, Plankton. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You want to talk brown? All right, well, let's do this. Let's kind of like do like a, like, it could be whatever. Hot takes or whatever. I don't want to spend too much time on any one subject. So, like, let's, I don't talk brown for 15 minutes. No. Okay. Right, let's talk brown for a minute or two. Anybody else has anything else you want to talk about NFL-related at all? It could be anything in the world that's uh, NFL-related. One thing. Well, okay, but he's going first yes. for brown. Okay, go ahead. So today it was just released that Brown wants to become a 49er. Good. Yep. Fucking give him to him. Give us the second pick in you're, the draft. You're not getting the two pick. No shot. <laughs> or the 36 you're, pick. I'll that, be fine with maybe. that. You're not getting the two. 36 pick and whoever receiver you want to give and us. And fuck John Lynch if he gives you the two. <laughs> See, I think the Steelers get the two, but I think it's because of like a package. I think that's like Brown and like the third round pick for the number two. Like say, I think it's like Brown and the third round pick and like next year's fifth round pick. For the number two pick and like a seventh round pick next year or something like like, like not that specifically, yeah. but I think it, it works out where like the 49ers get multiple picks and Brown, and the, because the NFL draft unlike any other draft is very very deep. I forgot about this guy's name already. But I want to kick him out with you. Is that that? Is that the no I, I, linebacker? You just declared today. No, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, not Kyle Murray, the guy that declared for the NFL draft that the A's don't give him fourteen million dollars a year. Fifteen. Fifteen million dollars a year. So the guy that's declaring <laughs> he for the holds fo- all the cards. Yeah, he's declaring for the Genius. NFL draft as long as he chooses not to play baseball, which Who'd would be the impact next Carl him Crawford. declaring for the NFL draft as long as it doesn't impact him playing for the MLB. Imagine if he had drafted by the Raiders. Hilarious. <laughs> well, see, but it would be, you know why it wouldn't be hilarious? It would have been hilarious if he got drafted by the Raiders and they were still playing on the A's field. Oh, that would be hilarious. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure the Raiders are going to be playing in like, like, like they're saying San Diego, Compton year, High. Guys, <laughs> school doesn't even exist. I think Fort Niners is probably the most highly destination for Brown. I don't know. The Falcons might make a good bid. I'll be fucking pissed. Listen, Every- I'm standing by the double trade. He's going to be in Cleveland. It's not going to happen. Quick flip. Ooh, no, Bengals. <laughs> Everything Bengals. I've seen, the Brown is destined for every team. Every team yeah. is in on Brown. What I've seen—that's the problem with, with the media—is they just. Well, here's well, the reason why they can go to about this it, team. Though, every... If you think about it, when when does a player of Brown's like skill set ever become available? When he becomes. But, you know, but like it doesn't ha- it doesn't happen. Like really, like players like him don't become available. No. So like he should be untouchable. So in, when in they reality. are, of course, every team's got to sit there and be like, "All right, what do we? What could we give up to get him?" Kyle, let me ask you a question. Would you and, and Kendall too, to those fans, mm-hmm. pretend put on your GM hat? Would you give up? I was wearing his. <laughs> would you give up Go Browns and your second round pick for the eighth overall pick in the draft? Yeah, that's exactly what I think happens. I think he ends up a Buffalo Bill. Because the Bills have their quarterback of the future, and they already have a top ten defense. They need weapons on offense, and McCoy's yeah. not going anywhere. He was injured this year. I think McCoy's still more than serviceable at running back for them. They need wide receivers, and I think that the, I I can see that trade happening. I I could very much see that trade happening because yeah. the Bills don't the the Bills as much as they need the picks. If they are able to give up their first round pick and gain a second round pick and get Brown. They can just keep drafting offensive talent and, and line needs yeah. throughout the rest of the draft, and then the Steelers get two first round picks essentially because they have because you have your, your and two decent first round picks. What do we say? You guys have the, the 20. 20th pick. You have the worst. You have a top ten. You have pick the worst non playoff pick. 
Which, again, I can still see if, if they end up getting a first-rounder for Bell. I can see them packaging the two hmm. to jump up for... Being that guy. Why? Talk about Brown, baby, not Bell. I said, did I say Bell? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Then Brown, yes. Um, If they end up getting a first-rounder for him, I can see them packaging to jump up to try and get a Nick Bosa or something along those lines. Dude, huge plot twist. Jet sign Bell, trade Brown for Bell. <laughs> <laughs> If that happens, in a show, we're killing a pint of grapes. You guys are overlooking something very serious. There's a team that has a very expensive quarterback who has been replaced by a rookie who can make a very big bid for Brown if he's gone. He's going to the Ravens. They're not going to trade him to the Ravens. You'll see. I know that for a fact. I don't don't think they would trade him within the division. But that's another good uh, double trade scenario. A lot of folks have gone. And Jackson can't throw the ball, so... You do no good. Oh, neither. I think I could throw the ball to Brown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if there's one that you had fucking how I many could backups, also see Landry strike. Jones threw them for fuck's sake. He actually didn't. Oh, shut the fuck. Wait, take a sip of private stack. I'm super sure sad. he's throwing the ball to Antonio Brown. Super sad okay, thinking you know about exactly it. exactly what I meant. What's that? Super sad thinking about it, but I could also see some sort of like second and fourth round pick. It's like some like, like. A third and a sixth and Brown for, like, the Lions first round pick. Yeah. He'd he'd be a good fit for them, too. And honestly, think about it. Not to school. Best wide receiver in the AFC over the past five years. Combined with the defensive coordinator that's done everything in the world to stop him for the past five years. (laughs) It's true. It's either going to be bad or good. Probably good. For everybody but me. And he went to school in Michigan. Which has no weight bearing on it. Which means nothing at all. From Michigan. But he's not going to, that doesn't mean anything. Kyle, you have this like, like thing in your head where you think every player wants to play in this, the stadium in their state. That's, he's just wishing for trout. That's the thing. Yeah. He's just wishing for trout. (laughs) Can happen. Like, (laughs) like Machado. Like, I know we're going to get into that, but like, oh, Machado, like the front runners are like the Phillies and the White Sox or whoever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but like Machado for like six months visited Seattle, Washington. No way he's not a mariner. Studied abroad there. Really fell in love with the city. The rain mostly. He also <laughs> studied abroad, fell in love with abroad. Loves mm. the loves the space needle. Mm. It rains, baby. Oh. And when it rains, it pours. It pours. Ooh. <laughs> 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 All right, what does it say? Oh, yeah, go ahead. You think uh Cardinals fans are pissed, you know? Aaron's retires. Yeah, I kind of want to hang up coaching for a while. Does broadcasting for a year. Yeah, I want to get back into it. <laughs> I mean, who's the Bucks? Tell you what. Well, they hired a guy that looks like Kevin Malone from The Office. <laughs> now we get to play more Madden again. True. Bruce, all the faces. I'll never. I, I'd that. like to switch things up if that's possible. I would like to play quarterback and have Jeff be my wide receiver. Nope, kicker. But real right, quick, I mentioned being a Carlos fan. You see, Bruce sounds like, "What the hell? You just <laughs> retired two yeah. years ago." And then Larry Fitzgerald retires and then plays for the Bucks <laughs> under Bruce Arians for one more oh, year. Yeah, could you imagine Evans, Jackson, and Fitzgerald? There'd be so many drop passes. <laughs> and Godwin. Don't forget Godwin. It's still just, it will always, I know we've talked about it, but it's just always going to amaze me that Larry Fitzgerald has more tackles and fumbles. <laughs> yeah. It, or drop passes. I mean. It's pretty insane. The guy's amazing. He's absolutely amazing. He's so good. <laughs> you think he's on the Cardinals next year? Yeah, I don't think he retires. I don't think so. 
I don't think he retires, but I just want to see him like. I think Larry Fitzgerald. I think if if there if there's any serious trade rumors, I think Larry Fitzgerald will retire. I think he will wait it out. They will say, okay, we're gonna trade Larry Fitzgerald to New England or whoever, whatever. They're gonna say, okay, and then I think Larry Fitzgerald just goes, okay, I'm hanging up. Listen, Fitzgerald gets waived because he gets hurt in the preseason. Expected back six week six week seven, but week fifteen is when he signs with the Patriots. Real late, and then game we do part two assholes. of Ring Robbers. Yeah. Um. All right. So, all right. So I got one for you. We've talked about it before, but I would like to kind of bring this back up with a more sober member of the show. Who do you think is better lined up to take? the crown of the AFC North. Darnold or Allen? They're what? both the quarterbacks of the future for their teams. Oh, the East. Yeah. It's East. You said AFC North. That's what I was confused. Oh, sorry. Whatever. I'll take the first one. Well, honestly, if you if you own the AFC East, you own every other division. <laughs> so, but which one do you think is more likely to become the king of that division? Because even if Brady retires when Belichick doesn't or vice versa... They're both going to retire around the same around time. the same time Aroused. with these these kids coming into their prime, and the Dolphins are too far away right now. They're, they're, they're just they're not even close. They're 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 just continuously working towards being a five hundred team. So which one of these two guys do you think or kids is most likely to become the the king of the AFC East? Sam Darnold, Josh Allen. I was gonna say Allen as well. Uh, gut feeling. What do you got? My gut's Sam Darn. But I don't feel like I saw enough of either of them in one year to really know. Because we've Both seen a, a lot of a lot of guys come in one year, show promise, and that's it. Josh Freeman. <laughs> there's one. Marcus Mariota. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many people that come in and have one good promising rookie year. Or not even the full season, but even like Jackson, we don't know. It's tough. I think Josh Allen, at least right now and for the next couple of years, has the better team around him. I'd agree. Um, I think he has a better arm. I mean, he didn't even really have to use his arm too much this season, and he's got a cannon. Less pressure too, right? But he couldn't to flip it. Josh Allen is not because of his running, but because of his style of running is more likely to have a career-ending injury. Yeah, that's true. Because he doesn't run like a quarterback. He runs like a running back. Yeah. Lamar Jackson runs like a quarterback that's very mobile, like a Michael Vick. He goes, he runs, he jukes out people, and then he slides or runs out of bounds. Josh Allen is hurtling people, trying to stiff-arm people, and he's lowering his shoulder and taking a hit against a linebacker. So they got, you know, that to work for. I I mean, I I don't want to take the route of, it's too early to tell. My gut my gut tells me Josh Allen. That's what my gut tells me. And I just think it's because I think that Josh Allen the real reason I say it is because I think that of the two of them, I think Josh Allen's the only one that plays his entire career for the that team. I agree. I think Sam Darnold more or less hits the Blake Bortles route, not where he's like or like the Tannehill route. Like the where it's like the You've played well for us, but not as good as we'd hoped. Yeah. And then I think he goes out somewhere else and does better. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know? I can agree with that. Anybody else have anything? Machine? Um, I was trying to th- the only thing I could think of is I mean, 
we all kind of agree Flacco's in Jacksonville next year? I don't think so. Uh, I, I mean, he could land in Pittsburgh. No, that's <laughs> not just being an asshole. That would be the greatest thing to ever happen in the NFL. <laughs> Brown and Ben for Flacco. <laughs> no picks. Elite. Now, in, in all seriousness, <laughs> we, know, we know that's a joke, but what would you do? Fire Kenny. No, no, no. Like you, you I in your house. Kenny. I would write a letter. <laughs> I'd write a letter. I, no, so you, you wouldn't write a letter. Your congressman? <laughs> or like, <laughs> I write a letter. Senator Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> to Rooney. To say, fire. Joe got to go. <laughs> I don't know. Joe's got to go. Flacco's going to Denver. I could see that. Foles is going to the Giants. Ugh. Please, no. He is. He's him and Pat Shermer are boys. You'd be mad for 17 weeks and then happy he's there. <laughs> then he takes him to the I'll Super Bowl. What, he, he's a good playoff quarterback. All right. you think the Cowboys can win 10 games again next year? No. Yes. I think they can. Yeah. I think maybe more. I think they win that division. I don't. I like that defense. They got a good defense. They got a pretty good line. Playing a first place. First I mean, place a full season with Cooper, You're right. though. You're right. They're playing a first and they're not going to be able to handle it. Yeah, but but here's the thing though: playing a first place playing a first place schedule means, at worst case scenario, they get three losses. They're not going to sweep the division either. I'm not saying they're going to sweep the division, but I definitely you, you don't tell you don't it think they can go four. You don't, they, you don't think they can go four and two play. in the division? Oh no! <laughs> I think the Eagles are better next year. I don't. I think the Giants. Are I don't. I don't think the Eagles are better next I think the Eagles are Carson Wentz. The Eagles are, the Eagles are going to underperform again. The Big Eagles, fucking deal of Carson Wentz. The Eagles, Big fucking deal. Okay. Yeah, I, I said it, and I'm going to. You know what? It. I I've liked Carson Wentz since he came in, but he's more and more going the bust route. He's he's hurt he's every season now. Close to a how? bust route. He, he didn't how? play good this year. No, he didn't he have a great season last year. And then he got hurt, and then he came back and didn't play that great. He's he, been out. Sh- we got all when he was in. It. When he was in, what? Every single member of that secondary was gone. What? Okay, but they didn't win the games. No, 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 no. no I'm saying, but but no, no, no. <laughs> but Wentz's performance offensively has nothing to do with the yeah, defense. Yeah, I'm not. I know that them losing games has to do with the defense. But Wentz's <laughs> Wentz has gotten them in plenty of times where they could have won the game and the defense choked it. But how come he hasn't played in the playoffs? Because he's been hurt. He got but that, him there, but that's what I'm saying. Right. He, he was 13 he, and three last year. He did not get them there this year. But yeah, this year Foles he did not is get the them there this year. They were there. Nick Foles didn't get him there this year. Everybody else got yes. him there this year. <laughs> Every other <laughs> NFC team that played the Vikings <laughs> got them there this year. But I'm not saying Wentz is. A, I'm saying he's trending down, big time. He's trending down. He's always hurt, and now he has like big time. I mean, now it was like a broken vertebrae. He's got knee problems. I don't think he's around within the next five years. He he's a hit away. I mean, any Can't anyone say is, but bust towards it. I'm not saying he's a bust. I'm saying he's trending that way. He's trending that way. In 11 games played this year versus the 13 he played last year, he threw for 500 less yards. So he would have been on prop. Not, not I'll, I'll say on pace for yards. Okay, same yards. He also missed the first couple of games. He's saying, but he played 11 games versus Open 13 years. games. Doesn't, oh, doesn't matter how many mad. games he played. When oh, he played, he played now. 11 games versus 13 games. That was a games. playful jab. So I'll say he was on pace dick. for yardage-wise. He was on pace for completion percentage at 60%. He threw 20 touchdowns compared to the 33 he threw. So he wouldn't have thrown 13 touchdowns in two games. 
in in 11 games he threw eight interceptions versus the seven he threw in 13 games last year. So I'm not saying that he's a bust, but he's definitely he was definitely on a downward trend. He also threw his long this year, which I know is is, is somebody's breathing in the mic. Someone is changeable, whatever interchangeable, it doesn't matter. But his long this year was 30 yards less than his long last year. He threw four less passes of over 20 yards, and he threw six less passes of over 40 yards. And in two less games played, he was sacked five more times. So I don't think he he didn't play. He he, he wasn't. He was just as much to blame. The whole team was as much to blame for every every loss they got this year. The the Eagles didn't Nick Foles or Carson Wentz. I don't think it, it wouldn't have mattered. I mean, you you just you, you look at it. Look look at the Bears. Just look look at look at the Bears. The Bears beat the Giants, or the Dolphins, or the pa- the Patriots, or Green Bay Packers. Any of those games, they should have won those games. Yeah. All all four of them, they should have won those games. You pick any one of those games, they win that game. The last game of the season means almost nothing to them, and they don't play, and the Vikings make the playoffs. No, you're right. I mean, the, I'm just saying the Eagles. The Eagles didn't get in because of Foles. The Eagles had a chance because of Foles, and that was it. The yeah. Foles didn't put him in the playoffs, and that's what I mean. I I don't think Wentz is a. Bu- I can't call him a bust yet, but he's to me he's trending that way. They still. I, I still don't think they have a solid run game. I don't oh, believe no. in you, J.H.I. You that team a, a running back that's not hurt and actually produces and can receive and run. I think they could be a lights out offense, but yeah. I still I, their defense a is juggernaut spotty. offense. Their defense is spotty, exactly. and I, I I just I don't think that they win the division next year. I don't think so either. I don't think I. I didn't say they would. I think they're better than the Cowboys. I don't think they're better than the no. Cowboys. I just don't like the Cowboys. I don't like that. So that's Prescott. straight bias. No. But you don't like them because I don't think of Dak a person. Prescott's good. I think he's going to suck next year. But I think he's going to put up the same numbers he put up this year. I, I love to agree, but but why? Do you have a reason? I'm, I'm just I curious. Do, the one, the, the, the schedule he played this year was soft. The same was schedule able, that the Eagles played? They played worse teams than the Eagles. Okay, I'll give you that. But the Eagles beat the Rams. So. Okay. Of when the Rams were playing, I'm not saying that the Rams weren't playing. What I'm it's saying it's not that the Rams. Are I playing don't bad. see the Cowboys winning. They don't have a quarterback. But you look at their first place schedule. There's. But you look at look at the first place. Besides Amari Cooper, they don't have a receiver. But look at either. the first place schedule, though. But look at the first place. Okay, but there's a whole off season to determine whether or not that they're going to get somebody to accommodate Amari Cooper or not. So you can't go based off of they don't have anybody besides Amari Cooper because there's a whole off season to be prepared for. So you look at the difference in schedule between the Cowboys and the Eagles. The difference being that the Cowboys are going to play the Bears, the Saints, and the Rams. And the Eagles are going to play the Seahawks, the Vikings, and the Panthers? Panthers finished too? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's no gimme game again. The Panthers are just as good as the Eagles. The Panthers are... How are the Panthers? Defensively, they're not. Not anymore. Okay. They have a way better run game. Their receivers are pretty much just as good. They're outside of Jeffrey. Outside of, okay, but the same argument against the Cowboys. No, outside I, of I, Jeffrey. I, I know. Who did, I know. Who did, and, and quarterback, they're on the they're on same level. Except Cam picks up first downs with his legs and Wentz doesn't. So, I think they're pretty much washed out teams for that. So, 
Then they play the Vikings. The Vikings are better than the Eagles. The Seahawks are better than the Eagles. The Seahawks are better than the Eagles. They're a hard team right now. No. They are. The Seahawks are a better team than the Eagles. I think they have a chance of fucking being better than both teams. But that's... but. The Seahawks are better than the Eagles. Now you look, you go play the the Cowboys schedule. Yes, they have to play the Saints and they have to play the Rams. They beat the Saints this year. Doesn't matter how they did it, they beat the Saints. And the Bears are pretty much an exact blueprint of the Cowboys. The only difference between the Cowboys and the Bears is that defensively, the Bears are better at getting to the quarterback, but the Cowboys have a far superior linebacking core. They have a better linebacking core. Right now. So, so oh, well, you as a Bears fan, you can always hope that they're going to be better. Just, well, yeah, this I, just, I, mean, I, don't, I'm just saying, I don't think it's right. going to change much Fair. next year. Next, next season, getting older and Roquan Smith on the same exact learning curve as Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith. Next year, the NFC East plays the NFC North and the AFC East. But I'm saying, but so I'm, just, I'm just, but it's like we were talking about. I'm but just outside saying. of outs, like the only changes in games is first place versus second yeah. place. That's the only yeah. difference. No, you're right. Are those I'm just, those, I'm just those two teams, the two first place teams. So the Eagles have to play the Seahawks and the Panthers and the Bears have to play the Saints and the Rams. The Rams and the Saints are both better than the Bears. Right? I think so. I think the Rams yeah. and the Saints are both better than the Bears. I think the Bears are better than the Rams. I don't think so. And the Bears are pretty much, like I said, an exact blueprint of what the Cowboys are. The Cowboys have a better run game. The Bears have better receivers. Yeah. But they both have sp- – I just I, – I, I think the Cowboys not run away with the division, but I think they wrap it up. Right. We, Relatively we, early. The question posed was do they win at least 10 games? I yeah. think so I think the Giants or the Eagles can definitely make a wild card push. Yeah. With their rosters, but I think the Cowboys are poised to win that division at least next year. I think it's going to be theirs to lose. I think either team can challenge them for the division, but um, at least right now, to me, the Cowboys are the front runners. Yeah. I think right. we could see kind of a similar to what you know the Saints, Bucks, Falcons, and Panthers when they have a very tight knit race. I think we definitely could see that next year. All the teams. Well, the NFC East has kind of always been that way. It's always a tight knit so race. Yeah, it's, tight. Just, it's just whoever wins the division goes to the playoffs, and everybody else sits at home. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the the NFC South has always been three teams racing for the division, and the other two probably get a wild card. Yeah. Spot. Which that could be the NFC North next year. Who knows? It, it's weird. This is all weird. But we're gonna go to break, and when we come back. We're gonna do baseball, baseball talk, um, and then after that is NBA talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Are, are they both going to take a full hour, Souls? Uh, maybe not a full hour. Like 40, 40 minutes. Okay, so we're going to have to make one of them shorter. NBA talk shorter. All right. So, but when we come back, we're talking baseball. We'll figure it out, Kyle. We'll figure it out. When we come back, baseball talk, and then in the last hour, we're going to do some NBA talk. we got a Mox Mix matchup. we got somebody appreciation. Me or I don't know. We haven't decided yet. So we'll figure it out. So, someone's appreciation. <laughs> but we'll be back in five minutes. And now... Back to getting sports with drunk on the PPRN radio network. Because I don't have any more data. Welcome back to getting sports with drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Tards. Not in a derogatory sense. Pop Tards. <laughs> For all you sensitive folk. Can we get a <laughs> clip of the Kawhi Leonard laugh though and just play that randomly? So did you see that did you see that the Bucks 
Did yes. you guys think that was played yes. it? Oh my god, the Bucks played it. every time you missed a shot, they played it. I it was it. hilarious. The claw. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for Riddler appreciation. I have seventy four questions. <laughs> I narrowed it down to ten. All right. Question. All right. So yeah, so we're back. Um uh Gilberto. Correcto. If you could, could you grab me a brew that isn't currently being drank on the show? Yeah, gotcha. All right. Hold on. Before you do that, though, let me open up the journal to a new page. I'm loving this journal thing. I saw these and immediately was like, oh, God. I, I was like, I got to buy one of these for the show. We can put all our beers in it. And then I was like, then the guy was like, oh, it's a dollar. I'm like, you have four more over there. Let me go look at those real quick. And yeah. <laughs> best thing is that Breskin Barton paid for all of them. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, we are back. Uh, we have MLB talk we're going to get into. Which yeah. is great because being the weak link, it's always nice when Jaymart's here to talk baseball. Um, we have three and a half able bodies to talk about baseball because Kendall's <laughs> in and out all the time. Right? Oh, that's correct. <laughs> he didn't even have his mic on. Well, if so, I have to be on the phone, I'd be one. Noob. You're a noob. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. What do you got for us, Souls? All right, so oh, 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 I was going to segue into it. Jesus. All right, so in the to the naked eye, we are in the most exciting part of the NFL season. We are getting into the meat and potatoes of NHL and NBA, and that's what people think we have. But for those of us who know sports, this is a very exciting time for baseball. Unless you're the Pirates. Or until this year, the White Sox. But this is an exciting time, right, Kyle? It is. Because the winter meetings are always very exciting. You talked about it a lot. When, when the winter meetings started, we had the sh- we talked about it on the show. A lot of people start signing and moving around and whatnot. But every time there's a big star available, like I feel like it's very rare the big star signs at the winter meetings. Yeah, it's always dragged It's out. always a bunch of negotiations and stuff that start happening. Like, uh, what, what do you want kind of thing? And then let's talk to our front office and figure out how we can make it work. And then all the deals start coming out. And now the deals are coming out for the big names, which mm-hmm. I don't harbor. So this is, I feel like this is, you know, mid-January. This is when the, the exciting stuff for those big names of baseball. Not that, I mean. A lot of people about to sign. Well, and so, well, a lot of players have already signed a lot of, like, team-changing moves. Not necessarily, you know, 30-win caliber players like Harper Machado are. Those are guys that can add 30 wins to a season. But. I think that a lot of teams have made a lot of good moves, but we're getting into the exciting part of the season, and who better to break it down than our own Toothpick Souls? Yeah, hey. So, Souls, for the next 45 minutes, it's just <laughs> going to be you talking about the biggest off-season move every team could make. Oh, wow. I didn't come prepared with that. Oh. That's not what I had planned. What is this? All right. So, what we're going to do to start it off... I'm going to just go through, like, the few name, big name players that are still left. And then just talk about it real quick. Bryce Harper, and Machado. We both we all heard the rumors. I heard you say Bryce Harper's name first. Any Let's just go through this now. Reason so, for that? Rebecca wrote this down. We all, this is this this is our predictions. Jamar, you weren't here that day, so you, you're going to be Chris today. Um, so, Kendall, you predicted that Bryce Harper ended up as a Philly? I did. Uh, Mock and I predicted Bryce Harper end up as a White Sox. Uh, Chris Mart, you predicted 
No, I have a uncle, Chris. Yep. Chris Mart, you predicted that he re-signed with the Washington Nationals. I and would predict Kyle that. said the Dodgers. For Machado, Kendall said the Phillies. I said the Braves, because I'm pretty sure there was a third beer that night. Uh, Chris Mart said the Cardinals. No. And then Kyle and, <laughs> Kyle and Mock Sheen said the Yankees. So no, if, I think God, no. if I think this discussion's going where Kyle's going to put it, nobody was right about Machado and only one lanky, thin-dicked asshole was right about Harper. He still could be right about Machado. So, oh, I know, but I'm just saying, I think that long, that lanky, tall, thin-dicked <laughs> asshole was right about Harper. The recent reports is that mm. now the Phillies <laughs> are the clear-cut favorite for Harper, and the White Sox is offering Machado an eight-year deal. Wait, so you said they're the clear-cut favorite? That's my yeah. favorite thing, though, is that Kyle said the Phillies are the clear-cut so favorite to get they... this superstar. The White Sox, they just offered him a deal. Why are they, they, still why might are sign they with clear the cut? That's all I'm asking. Well, I'm not <coughs> arguing yet, but I just want to hear the, At the meeting they had on Saturday, uh-huh. apparently there was a lot of big money talk. Okay. They, they didn't really come out with But did the, he say he wants to play there? Uh, they Scott Boris did. Scott Boris, so his agent because he wants money. But yeah. did Bryce Harper say It doesn't matter. It's what Scott, so you're saying it's I'm all doing about... I'm the article no, says, no, no, you jackwagon. So you're going off a sports writer, though. Real quick, yeah. not to get off topic, but has everybody on the show so far at least written in their journal a little bit yes i have not very detailed okay you have not (laughs) anybody fuck up and write 18 instead of 19 nope only because at work i write the date date. a lot i write the date constantly at work only reason i would make that mistake i'm still going to if you wrote anything he's gonna write 17 (laughs) all right (laughs) so they said philly is another clear cut favorite because of the money that's about to happen the rumor is it's four. Four years? Four hundred. Oh. Million dollars. For that's ten, a, for ten years? No, for four years. Oh my god. <laughs> for ten years. Um That's a contract that's gonna hurt. It's gonna bite him oh, in the yeah. ass. It will. Later on in his career. Kyle is going to jump ship if that does happen. And it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, look at it. Look at it. He's, he's fighting he's, it he's so hard. hard at but oh, he's, a, he's already pricing jerseys, and we all know I, it. No, that's not true. Listen, I won't get a jersey. Yeah, my ass. Bob. Oh, my dad got me. It doesn't no, count. I'm yeah, not going to get it. It'll be when we go to the Phillies game. This year. I'm just going to get a jersey. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, the thing is, he is going to change the team because they suck. Did he say that? <laughs> The Phillies right now are an average team without him. If they if they do get it, they can contend for the playoffs. Let me just pose this question: What do the Phillies offer Bryce Harper that the Nationals cannot? A change of scenery, more money. Some money and just a different team and bigger market. I know Kyle won't sure answer his that? phone. They're I a have, bigger market. Team. I gotta interrupt. I'm sorry. I, I know Kyle won't answer his phone because he's gonna get into a heated discussion with Jeff. Do you remember how much this beer cost? That one? Yeah, it was like. Seven bucks for the four pack. Yeah, no shot. Yeah, I don't remember. It was. It was probably like ten. Okay. Um, I think Harper, and I've, I've said this to Kyle. I mean, I think Harper's going to be that guy that goes to a new team, and next year I think he's going to be like an MVP candidate. I think he's going to be that change of scenery guy that just explodes. Um, I mean, I don't think the Phillies were far off from contending last year. I mean, they just were really bad down the stretch. Um, I, of course, I think Harper's going to make them better, but it's not, to me, they were a team that wasn't far off. 
poor coaching. It's just, it, the wheels fell off sucks. at the end, you know. And you know who's tired of poor coaching, though? Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Bryce Harper. Yeah. But the thing is, they're going to – any player is going to accept a $400 million contract. Listen, the difference between a $350 million contract and a $400 million contract in the grand scheme of things isn't much. To us. Well, no, it's more of no, a difference a, to us. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, for, for me, of course, go where the money goes. Ride the bench. we got to bring some clear cups in here. It's really hard to find the color. but well, It's not just that move. It's what can happen after the move, too. Listen, not no bias aside, I love the fills, but I, I don't know. Could he be a good fit there? Yeah. Does he elevate the team can, to an extent? But I think they need to spend $400 million on a lot more than just an outfielder who has had great years and a ton of potential. But I love Harper. I don't – he's not uh, – it's going to be tough to live up to that contract. It's going to be either him or Trout that gets it, so. Perhaps. Well, listen, Trout just wants to play for his hometown. Hey, it's said uh, <laughs> By you. By a lot of people. <laughs> Kyle actually met with Mike Trout. Yeah. It was uh, on a Learjet. Anyway, so now Manny Machado. White Sox brought in all their boys, all his boys. Pretty much like his brother-in-law, his childhood friend. And Calvin Herrera, which we'll get to later. But. Why don't we just get to it now? It's not there yet. Um, the White Sox just, they're looking for the superstar to kind of start their their rebuild. Not the rebuild, but start their push. Because that division's wide the fuck open now. The Indians are not the same team. You know, they just have Lindor and Jose Ramirez. That's really about it. You know, and a lot of good pitching. Well, they're trying to trade them. That's that's a team I think the Yankees need to attack and try and get the starting pitching. Um, I think the Yankees, again, me and Kyle were talking, like the Yankees to me, when they were that top-end team, like early, two, they had that big name in the rotation. You know, they had the, the Roger Clemens. Like, that was the guy you didn't want to face, probably because he was going to hit you with a baseball. Mm. But he was, like, the name. And the Yankees, I think they have decent talent in the rotation, but they don't have that name. Yeah. You know, and to me, like, Kluber would be the guy who, who I think is available that they can get and that, that has the talent, but is also that, that big name, like the household pitching name. Just like the Indians are trying to trade everybody, and if they do end up trading those two guys, Bauer and Kluber, there's no one else in that division that can really compete. That team's gonna be a 500. That, well, the whole division either below 500 or at 500. So the White Sox can easily make a playoff push by adding Manny Machado. And they resigned the Brave. I think it's. I just think if they were to get Machado, I think keeping Abreu is a big deal. Yeah, it is. Because Abreu is a quiet power hitter, but also a quiet contact hitter. Like he just, he just puts the ball in play. And I think, I think what's keeping Abreu from being a hands down All Star player, like I mean, he's he's kind of always been the the White Sox All Star since he's been there, just because every team needs a representative. But I think that with Machado, I think Machado. And Abreu would be all stars for the White Sox because really what I feel like what's been missing from Abreu's stat line is his RBIs because nobody's on base in front of him. Abreu's always hitting doubles in the gap yeah. or he's hitting like important singles, but there's nobody on base. If Machado hits a double if and he then Abreu hustles the double, 
Right, but if, but if Machado were to hustle a double, let's say he hits a double. If Abreu were to hit a single, Machado, most singles from Abreu are, are not even have to be hustled RBIs from Machado. So I feel like with if Machado were to bat in front of Abreu, I wouldn't be surprised to see Abreu's RBI total climb by maybe 20. I, I yeah. mean, that's a steep, steep climb, but with... You know, Abreu's been consistent batting-wise, and you add in Machado, Machado, who can bat, it might bring more life to other bats. I mean, Tim Anderson gets on base, you know, and, and Adam Ingle's been better, and these other guys. So the rotation still needs work at ter- in terms of the batting order, but if you have Machado going in front of Abreu, which is more than likely going to happen, because I think even though, like, you know, we've talked about on the show, Mock has mentioned it tons of time. That big power guy is even is switching from what used to be almost the guaranteed four spots to now at the two spot. But I think Abreu is still a traditional four because he's not the clearing the base guy in terms of putting it over the wall. He's the clearing yeah. the base guy in terms of putting the ball in play. He's the guy that's going to get the guy on first and second home and put himself on base to you know like kind of continue the hitting. Yeah, kind of like your favorite rapper's well, favorite it... rapper. Okay, <laughs> so I just, I don't know. I feel like. Now, I'm the only one at the table that hasn't played baseball. That's fine. But I feel like, from what I've watched from baseball, if you have a guy on first and second, and you hit a home run, the guy coming up to bat, from whatever I've seen, kind of doesn't perform as well as if you were to say, say you had a guy on first and second, and your guy hits a bases clearing double. The guy up to bat is like, now I have a guy in scoring position. I don't need to hit a home run. I can hit a single yeah. and maybe bring that guy in. Versus the guy is like, I got a clean slate, like maybe swing for the fences. I mean, it all depends on who's batting. I get that stuff. But I just feel like there's, like though, the more at stake, because there's somebody on base, maybe in scoring position, kind of gives that guy like a, okay, I'm, I don't need to sit here. I'm not looking for the pitch to swing out of the park. I'm looking for a pitch I can put in play. Yeah, exactly. Because the has got decent speed for somebody of his stature. Gum line. He, he hustles down the line, for sure. Yeah, he's got a lot gum of gum. Line. He's got a lot of gums. You ever seen the smile? Nah, I can't. Dude, that guy's of... teeth, at best, a centimeter. Really? Got at some best. Shoe, shoe peg corn? When, <laughs> dude, when that guy smiles, it's, wow. it's like somebody chewed, I don't know, a stop and chop shelves worth of, like, double bubble, <laughs> and then just put, like, some of, some of those white <laughs> Indian corn kernels in it. Um, but apparently he's hilarious. Makes a lot of dick jokes apparently in the, in the locker room. <laughs> Get him on the show. Actually, he fraps people. I want that to be known. We're we're the, the people on the show. We're big frappers. We frap people. Oh, well, I'd frap Rebecca, but it'd, it'd be weird to put my hands in a place where somebody's penis has been. Kyle, um, but um, fake news. Fake news. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so the other two names I want to say are Craig Kimbrell and D- uh, Dallas Keuchel. Kimball kind of played him out of a, played himself out of a contract by wanting Boris did. I still want to know how Dallas Keuchel is not a porn star. Uh, he wanted a hundred million dollars. It looks like now the only team that's going to take him is the Red Sox for a cheap contract, like a one year prove it deal. So I think if that's true, the Red Sox really won out. Yeah, in my opinion, you got a guy that wants a lot of money. That I think the Red Sox need him to keep yeah, up the pace they got. So in a way, I think this kind of Sure, he's not going to get anywhere near what he wanted financially, but for the Red Sox, that's going to be a huge win if he signs the. the oh, I think deal. so too. And they're hurting in that bullpen. 
I don't think it's going to be a prove-it deal. I think he'll sign for a couple of years with them. That's what I agree with that, but a lot of people are like, oh, he, had, he struggled. I'm like, fucking guy's been dominant his whole career. He struggled towards the end of the season last year. In the, play, uh, in the playoffs, he struggled. I, I think, too, it's just a classic case of the two-inning closer. Like they, they mishandled some of his outings. We see it a lot, and it showed. Because he does that stupid arm thing. <laughs> And then Keiko wants five years. A lot of teams aren't willing to get that to him because he's already 30. I think he'll get it. Just uh, because of the type of thrower he is, he's not a flame-throwing guy that you have to really worry too much about Does he have a contract, like a number involved that he wants? I, I, I only know five years. So let's say he wanted uh, – this is just a, a number. Don't, don't, don't ridicule me for the number. Let's say he wanted five years, $130 million. I don't know if that's a lot for him. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not good with baseball contracts. I'm I'm getting better with baseball, but contracts are going a long way away. That's at least of my concerns. But let's say you wanted five years, one thirty, right? Would he be willing to sign for four years for one oh five? You think? If I was him, yeah. No. Well, but do you think he would? No. You think he wants the five year? He, so he's he more he, the, he's more in, he he's more intrigued by the the longevity of versus the dollars. Yeah. Okay. My, what right. I've been hearing, a lot of teams are going after him now. There's eight. They said eight to nine teams are going after him. He's, it's a a very useful position. You know, it's like everyone wants to have a superstar. He's not an ace though anymore. Well, no, perhaps not. But it's you know. I think a namesake kind of still carries weight, especially in, in, in baseball. You know, p- perhaps, uh, you know, there, there's definitely, there's something to be said, you know, like, I'm trying to say, like, Rivera always had that, you know, like, there was always that threat. Even at, at 40 years old, whatever, there was still a fear when it came up. Um, I think, Riddler, you had something you want to talk about. It's it's off topic completely. It's just, I've been pondering it since I brought up the Dallas Keuchel not being a porn star thing. Um, <laughs> so I have Sirius in my car, like free for a year in my work vehicle. So I, I couldn't stomach listening to the NFL Network radio after yeah. the Bears lost to the Eagles. So I listened to the Comedy Central radio a lot. Just you know, just yeah, yeah, yeah. short, quick quips of you know different things. But um, there's like a morning show on that. That I didn't know about. You know what the name of the woman who hosted is? What? Tell me this isn't a porn star name. She's sucked a lot of dick in her life. Her name is Nikki Glazer. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. I know Nikki Glazer. I picked up Nikki Glazer. Is that the New York girl? Yeah. Really? I picked her up. That's Nikki. No. That's her name. Nikki Glazer. <laughs> yeah. When you say you picked her up, listen, I went he down. He crispy creamed her asshole. Manhattan baby. I saw the Intrepid that day from the highway. She's listening. <laughs> oh, my. She was very nice. But, yeah, she's very, very, uh... Oh, actually, speaking of listening, I would like to give a listen. Uh, a shout-out. I, I doubt it. If he is, when I do my normal Tuesday call-in, I will get corrected. But we might have a very special listener today. And if he's listening, he said he wouldn't comment, do any of that stuff. Because it was kind of an off-the-air talk. We might be having a very special listener today. And if you are, thank you for listening. Special shout out to one Pat Kerwin oh. and one Jim Miller. Well, that'd be very. They cool. are the hosts of Moving the Chains on the NFL Series Network nice. Radio. I I talk to them sometimes when I'm on hold for like a long period of time if I have something to talk about because I call in every Tuesday. 
Because every Tuesday on the ride home from work, it's about an it's about an hour ride. So I always call in right when I get in the car and go on hold to talk about something. Not always bears related, just anything. And sometimes when I get put on hold for an elongated period of time, I've sat in Kyle's driveway for like thirty minutes before <laughs> to get on the air. But sometimes they'll like tune in, like they'll they'll chime in because I'm a CT Bears fan. Um, I didn't want to be Monster of the Northeast. It sounded weird. It's too, they, it's too broad. Right. But anyway, so they asked me, or I told them that I, I did an internet radio show and, uh, and blah, 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 and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, what's the name of it? Like, maybe, you know, if we get the chance, like, we'd tune in sometime. And I, so I told them, gave them the information, and they said that they might they might tune in at some point. Well, hopefully, I mean... We, gave them all the information where they can find us. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, we handle debauchery of the yeah, highest I, form. And I want this to be known, uh, <laughs> just, just real quick, going through it. We're not associated with them. We're not associated with the NFL. Like, we're not friends with them. You know, we're not buddy-buddy. There's no, don't contact us to contact them and none of that stuff. It's just, you know, just I'm, a, I'm a regular caller into their show, and they are very, very nice gentlemen that, you know, they, they care about their listeners, especially the regulars and whatnot. And we want you to be a regular. Call us, talk to us, whatever. I don't know. Can they call us? So we have a YouTube channel. We're having some uh, internet issues right now. I'm trying to get that fixed. Hopefully for the third hour. I'm hoping. Trying to get hold of our boss. But we we want regulars. We'll show you love. Yeah. We're not big enough yet to not show you love. Once we get big, though, fuck you guys. Yeah, forget it. <laughs> going straight to the old head here. Oh, yeah. We're going the souls route. The riffraps. We're going big one year, and then we're signing out with the next big station the next year. <laughs> All right. So, sorry. So, go ahead. The Dallas Keuchel. Mickey Glazer? The only yeah, thing Mickey I can think Glazer. of with him is I, I think he definitely commands a five-year deal. The amount unknown, but he's the type of guy that, you know, there's no risk in giving him five years. You know what I mean? He Even at 30, I think at 35, he's still going to be a valuable innings eater. And even if his game falls a little bit, a lefty that throws some junk out of the bullpen is never a bad thing. But I, I don't even think he falls well, to that part. I think he's still going to be a solid hold the rotation together guy with playoff experience, with World Series experience. Pitches pretty well in big games, and he's a you know he'll give up home runs, but he's a contact. He plays the contact. The team now though, people like see a little drop in his game. Well, it's going to happen once you cross the wrong side of thirty. Now, do you think the White Sox would benefit more? If they were to do maybe something like give Keuchel the five-year deal instead of giving Machado a deal, no. And then, but if they need pitching, and Machado's not the answer. Yeah, I know that. Machado, but... Machado might give them a playoff berth, like that. That might help them push him to a playoff berth, but they're still not going to be a contender. They're going. It, it's and like he won't the, hustle. What I'm saying, but it, but it's like the NFCs we talked about it earlier. Just because you win the NFCs doesn't mean you're a contender. It just means you won your division. Well, the thing is that I think the White Sox need that guy more than. Pitching, does that make sense? Yeah. They've been searching for like a star for a long time. Like an impact guy. Yeah. yeah. I know what you like mean. a Joe Creed. And they have a lot of pitching. <laughs> Joe Creed. Still developing. Yeah, but the, I know what you're saying, but I also feel like there's like a certain level of of defeation. I don't know if that's a word, but the best. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, We're it sounds like on the line right now. But I'm just saying. But it's like the the best. Yeah. The best prospect they had coming up in pitching isn't going to pitch again until 2020. Well, the thing is, might not be good. A, a lot of things are. If 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 your lineup is terrible, the pitching staff is going to suffer. And oh, now they now they feel like they have to make the perfect pitch every time. 
No, I know what you're, I know what you're saying. Kyle knows I agree, a lot about that personally. I agree with you, but I'm just saying that I don't <laughs> think that the the White Sox pitching very. staff struggles because of lack of offensive production. I think it's part of it, but I, I mean, I think if the if the White Sox had <laughs> offensive production, I still think they would lose a lot of games. Like, just it would just be six five. Because the, the the pitching is just still not good. I think the only real shining spot they have in their pitching for this upcoming year is Rodon. That's it. I would put Kopech in it, but Kopech isn't playing until 2020. Well, it's an interesting division, too, because it seems like every year there's, there's a different standout. And then I, the following year, it's somebody totally different. I think Kopech comes time. back as a closer. Or like a, I think I think he should be also. I think he comes back as a closer or or may, maybe like a short, like a, like a few-inning relief guy. Closer makes more sense. He throws hard enough to be one. If you take a short inning guy. Like, like, I, I don't understand like closer, but I, I mean, like, I don't think he comes in as like a Chapman closer. Like, I think he's a guy that could come in and because can you close a game in two innings? Yeah, I think he could be that kind of guy. I don't think I don't think Chapman anymore can close a game in like two. I don't think he could do two full innings and close a game. I got another theory because I think it, Kopich has enough in his pitching still as a young guy, and he hasn't there hasn't been enough MLB like um, exploitation for him. I think he could do like a, t- a two inning closing deal for a couple of years, and then maybe mold into a Chapman. If that makes sense, does that make sense? Do you that, agree with it? Yeah, I I feel like that. I didn't ask you, <laughs> Kyle. Do you agree with it? Yeah, I didn't ask you either. Kyle is a new name for Jeff. Yeah, bitch. He didn't ask me either. That's right. Mock. That was really loud. See, I can see him because I don't agree with it, and I I can't stand it to be honest. But I think it, it's going to be a thing that we see more and more of. I could see him being an opener, a guy that comes in for the first one to two innings, just like we saw Tampa do. A couple other teams experimented. I think if that becomes more prominent through the league, which I don't want, but it might, I think he's the perfect candidate. Get the big part of the order out, start the game off, get some offense, win some games that way. Just real quick, very minor explanations and, and answers. Do, do you think Blake Snell has a somewhat similar season next year, or do you yeah. think it's just yeah, a drop-off? He's, he's, yeah, he's good. I like him. I'm very we'll good with him in the show. In we'll, get, we'll get to him in a minute. Okay. Right. Um, this is a big thing I wanted to get into. So the Mets... Signed Jed Lowry, Jared Familia, and they traded for Keon Broxton. Mm-hmm. Keon Broxton makes a lot of sense because they had a big need in center field and they needed bullpen help, and that's where Familia comes back in. But Jed Lowry, to me, makes no fucking sense to that team. Why not? Because now you're fighting. Now there's too many people. You got Ahmed Rosario playing short, mm-hmm. Todd Frazier playing third, you got Kanoa at second, mm-hmm. and they're really high enough Peter Alonso kid who they want him to start. Mm-hmm. So you signed Jed Lowry. Now you got to shift everything almost every game. Because they came out and said Lowry's going to play. Well, he's a switch hitter. He's he could be a perfect platoon guy. And let's let's not not to shit on the Mets, but injuries are a track record. Yeah, a big track record. That was, that was what I was going to bring up. Having a guy like Lowry who, for the most part of his career, has been durable and and consistent. He's a switch-hitting so middle infielder. It, yeah, I, I agree with everything with what you're saying, J-Mart. But it did surprise me. I, I, I didn't did, see it coming Did not either. see and I just – not that it was a waste by any stretch of the imagination. It just – it was not something that I would have – if if you gave me an option of two things, I would have never picked him. I, 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 I would have picked so many other things over that. I think they still could have signed him, but they could have targeted other people before signing him, if that makes right. sense. But. I don't think I think we're gonna look back and say that was a pretty smart move. I, I certainly hope so. Now here's another question I have. With that signing, and say if they wanted to play him at second every game, 
can you see Robinson Cano being an everyday first baseman? I think he could transition. I think he's got the natural just skill set with the glove to make it work. Do I I mean I personally I don't see him leaving second base, but he's getting older. The transition to first wouldn't hurt. But at the same time, I think, you know, the shortstop's young. He could have a down year. I think he'd go kind of hot hand, but I also I see Jed Lowry playing every game, but I see him as a pinch hitter. I see him as a platoon guy, a fill-in guy. So the thing is late in substitution. Exactly. I I could see him coming in situationally hitting. Yeah. I could see him almost spot starting in a sense if True. the rookie's not doing good. It's or, just it's confusing because they're the Mets, especially at the end of the year, were really big on Jeff McNeil. Like they they, they had a lot of stock. He played a lot of games down the stretch, and he played fairly well. I, I don't have his stats up. Uh, I, I can look real quickly. Uh, it's just one of those things. I, it's, it could be depth, but yeah. in my opinion, I love the Keon Broxton trade. I think that's a good move. Because he was very too trapped in Milwaukee with underneath Yelich and King. Yeah, he's going to get some, in some time in New York. And because the Mets had that big need with Ligaris not being who he was and Cespedes Probably out for maybe the year now. I want you to, to kind of think about this, too. In a way, Broxton is very, very similar to Cespedes, skill set-wise. He's got pop, not consistent with the bat. So he's kind of like a Juan Ligueros, like a defensive uh, guy. Defensive so, guy with the upside of offense. I think he's definitely more gifted offensively than Ligueros. Ligueros, I mean, he's a great, you know, he's a top of lineup or bottom lineup guy. You know, he's fast, great glove, injury prone. Real quick. In uh, 63 games, uh, McNeil, he bats uh, 329, uh, three home runs, uh, 74 hits. Do it again. That's <laughs> so how he's going to get in the lineup. Right. So, it's. I guess that's what I'm saying. They were, they were really big on it. And for the most part, he produced. So, that's why I was a little surprised by that signing. It's, a, so. it's just a big logjam in New York. Like it's. I don't, I don't see it as a logjam, though. I see it as you have Rosario McNeil. You have Cano. Any one of them gets hurt, it makes perfect sense. And not even injuries aside, Jed Lowry doesn't have to be an everyday starter to, to help the team. He's a switch hitter that can field at an above-average level multiple positions in the infield. <laughs> that alone is a, a huge plus, especially in the NL. You know, you, you got pinch hitters for the pitcher. You have a switch hitter on the bench who can then play in the game, even in like extra inning scenarios. I think He's going to definitely prove his worth. So, could, do you have any more talk about Kyle? Like, did you hit up all, on all your points? Is the rest of this going to be a discussion? Uh, there's a bunch. There's a couple other things I want to talk about. All right. We got 15 minutes to break, so let's, let's kick it in the gear. Okay. Well, no, no, kick in the gear. I'm just going to get through because I, I want to revisit the Harper Machado thing before the, the we go to break. So, another big signing. Brian Dozier was kind of whatever. They kind of just had a need. Um, Dozier is good. And he's Great fun name to say. To say. <laughs> um, he's National got a brother. Need, they, they did it. They filled it. What's his name? Dozier. Hunter. Hunter Dozier. <laughs> so his brother's better? No. Right. Uh, Namesake-wise. Yes. Hunter Dozier's a way better name. Um, the Phillies signed David Robertson. I thought that was a really big signing for the back end of that bullpen. Yeah. They got him. For, well, him and uh, Sir Anthony, whatever the hell his name is, I think that's a pretty good duo Dominguez? there. <laughs> It's Sir just, Anthony Dominguez? They didn't have to overpay him like no, they would have to for Kimbrel. Are we talking about Sir Anthony Dominguez? No, yeah. Okay. I didn't know his last name, so I was kind of banking on souls to pay attention. <laughs> so was, I, I like the move. 
Um, a surprising trade though was the Reds and Dodgers. The Reds, tra- the Dodgers traded Puig, yeah. Kemp, and Alex Wood. I thought that was gonna be hey, now we're all in on Harper. Yeah. Now I they s- have nothing for Harper. They they don't they don't really they, they haven't said there's nothing about Harper to the Dodgers. I don't think they have any interest right now. They're just trying so to get. So maybe under the, they're just resigning Machado. They're just underneath this, which would be interesting because. Ooh, they're the mystery team. <laughs> I I have been thinking in my head this whole show, but I've been like in my head every time I think about it, it doesn't make sense no because way, you got dude. Seager coming back off injury. No way, Do dude. you put him at third? No, you got Justin Turner. Now they got uh. Trout switches leagues. <laughs> second base. We well, you know it's crazy. So is, I didn't realize about the other side about that. The other side of that trade. Uh, and how uh, I can't even remember now who who it was. Homer Bailey. Homer Bailey, and then he was he was cut. Yeah, he sucked. Yeah, that was a it's salary just, dump. It was just it was interesting to make that move, and then like, hey, we got him, and it's like, all right, get out of here. You know, it just the old salary dumper. Just, he I sucks. Guess. He had like a six and a half ERA. He's been through like eight Tommy Johns. Leave him alone. Right. Well, I just, <laughs> I, as a GM, I feel like I would have tried a different approach. I don't know. Okay. I, financially, I guess it makes sense, but. Now, the Yankees, they signed Troy Tulewitzki and DJ LeMahieu. I'm mad about both, kind of. Troy Tulewitzki made sense because they got him for very cheap. That's what I'm mad. I'm mad about that because the Pirates have had a glaring need for any form of shortstop that's that's got some offense, any fucking offense. And I really thought, because he visited them, Clint Hurdle, you know, Tolowitzki's got that slight chance that he could become an all-star again. He could get back to form. He's had time off. Great signing for cheap. Yeah. And fuck, I wish the Pirates got That's him. The th- I, I like the signing, but I'm I'm not expecting much, I guess. Exactly. You know he's, what I mean? Like, he's a low-risk sign he, for that price. He's going to be a guy like DD's out till like August, and he can be a guy that either DHs for us, uh, you know, Fills fills in to give someone a rest day, or even if you know if he's got to start, or to pinch hit him, or to steal the show. Yeah, like it, it's to me, it, it was a really low risk, high reward type deal. And then they signed DJ LeMahieu, which is huge in my opinion. Very good player, but what does that mean for the rest of the infield? Who's playing where? Um, the way I can see it kind of shaking out. Is Andujar moves to first? They should do and, it that way. And Torres goes back to third. Lemayhew at second, and then because they were talking Tulo about DJ short. playing short, and he I'm like, shouldn't. That's he's not a, a good. He's a fantastic second baseman. That's not a good idea. That's what I mean. I, I think Glebar moves back to third because Torres came up as a third baseman, didn't he? Didn't Torres he come up third baseman. like? But I mean, that side he of the can, infield, he's got the he arm can play anyway. Easy. And Andujar, I think, can move over to first. Um, bye so that, bye, Greg. Greg Bird, yeah, fly away. Fuck that guy. <laughs> well, what's nice about the Tula Whiskey signing, I guess, especially for a guy of his history and his age, is that now you have yet another person that kind of falls back on a, a DH type position, you know, and perhaps that might be a a, a good thing for him. He's Keeps not, him around, right? And I, I think it's less, you know, less stress on the body, if, if you will. And I guess I don't know what the Yankees' infield plan is. I don't know if they're going to be like, hey. They they play. I don't even know if baseball follows this. Let's play matchup. That'll play that game. Kind of. You do it. I mean, I, I with mean, as far right-handed as, you know, versus left-handed. Right, pitching. but I mean, I guess defensively is what I'm trying to say. If that exists in baseball, I mean, I guess uh, to a degree, not as much, but I guess to a degree. You play your best players in baseball, right? 
there's two more things I want to get to. Um, one being Anaheim. They made two very low budget moves. Um, Matt Harvey. Well, they made three. Harvey, Cahill, and Justin Bour. Meh. Trevor Cahill actually had a very good year for Oakland. Matt Harvey would turn <coughs> turned it around a little bit for the Reds. Well, I think to sum up Harvey in one thing is that the change of scenery was needed. I think it humbled him. Definitely. I think that was a good step for him. I don't know if he's going to go back to Matt Harvey that got the stupid <laughs> fucking nickname. But LA, LA could be the worst thing that happened to him. I don't know. We'll see. But it's not the Dodgers. Right. It's the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. <laughs> a short 45-minute ride. I think, again, you're looking at low-risk moves that could have a decent outcome. Then, Justin Bourne, too. I mean, he... He's got flashes of, of power. He's he's a decent first baseman. He's not the best. He's in the, the guy field. I thought the Yankees were going to go after. Yeah, I really did. I thought the Yankees it were going to pursue him. See, the thing is that they're basically trading moves, trading chips. Yeah, they show that they can be well. Then they can trade them. Be well, young blood. I mean, they paid about Harvey fourteen million dollars, but yeah, so he's no longer a trade chip. <laughs> it depends on how. It's well, good. did he sign for one year? Yeah, one year. Eh, so. So either way, he's a rental this year anyway. Yeah. So or a salary dump. That's about it. And then the last part is just the Mariners signing the Japanese lefty, which, which was somebody who was going to just land somewhere. Well, he had he literally had like twenty four hours to find a place to go, or he had to go back to Japan. <laughs> ah, you guys. <laughs> well, like the Mariners, like are historically known for those Japanese players, and it's closer to Japan than any other. State, so it's like it's a hometown. It's, clo- it's hometown Hawaii's game. Closest, uh, they proved that in the forties. <laughs> Yikes! No fact, man. What? Uh, well, Seattle's closer to Japan than Hawaii. Then why did they bomb Pearl Harbor? <coughs> I don't know, dude. I didn't fucking do it. Real quick, before Alaska was a state, the Japanese invaded on the Aleutian Islands. You know, just for you guys who are keeping track at home. This is getting sports with history. Hawaii is still closer. <laughs> but other than Kirk, everything else, we kind of already touched on. Do you think Harper ends up a Philly? Yes, yes or yes. no around the horn? Yes. No. Yes. Right. I also say no. Do you think Machado ends up a White Sox? Yes. No. No. I also say no. I say yes. All right. Are we, are we telling this? Is Rita going to tally it for us? No. Or no, no. no. Honor system? It's not an honor system. It's just our at right now predictions. So where do you think Machado ends up if you said no? Phillies. 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 I say no. You said yes, Kyle. I said, you I said, said yes to Machado. Well, I, th- I thought he was just asking in general. Like if he didn't go to the White Sox, where would he go? I said, where does Machado end up if you said no? I heard the I didn't matter. I answered. Whatever. So I think he ends up on the Phillies. And you said Dodgers? Dodgers. I think he stalls out. That's my bold prediction is that his contract stalls out and it's a last minute signing. Is if you said no to Harper base? to the if you said no to Harper on the Could Phillies, be. where do you think Could Harper lands up? Could play third. You said yes. You said yes. You said I think we're the only one that said no. Where do you think Harper lands up? Harper ends up and lands in up. Washington. Ooh, really? I like that. I, like that. I also say Washington. I know Philly can offer more money, but he loves it there. Only guy he didn't like there was Papelbon. He's gone. A lot of people didn't like Papelbon. Yeah, I don't think anybody liked Papelbon. I didn't like Papelbon. <laughs> Papelbon didn't like Papelbon. 
It's on its autobio. I own it. <laughs> but like Monster Within. There's the more to talk monster. about it once everything starts to fall into place. Because right now there's still a lot of big name players. Yeah. You still got Mike Moustakas and AJ Pollock. But their their stuff isn't gonna their their stock isn't gonna start until Harper Machado signs. At the end of the day, we're just five assholes throwing our dicks in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that saying before. I like that. I, I, I don't, <laughs> Jeff and but, Martin's dick's been on fire since Maple. That's it the burns. Thing. Bad carpeting, I hear. The lower tier players like Masakis and all them aren't going to really find a home until Harper Machado. I'm sure time. they have homes. You know what I mean, you jackass? Anyway, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to do mocks, mix, match, matchup. Jackass again, you son of a um, bitch. You like to. NBA talk, we're going to do for. About 20 minutes. No Knicks, though. We're done. Can we fit it in 20 minutes, Kyle? Can. Well, is it yes or no? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. And we're going to get to uh, Riddler's rankings and Riddler appreciation. Yes. And uh, beer reviews with our new journals. Yes. All that fun stuff. We have a lot to talk about in the next hour, so we're going to be back in three minutes. Three minutes. And you're going to hear... Do you have a song queued up? Uh, not yet. we got to pick some quick, though. All right, we're going to... I, I texted Rebecca a song that you should play. No, nah, we're going to queue up Stay Fly by 36 Mafia. And then we will be back in about three minutes. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Hmm, welcome back to getting sports with Drunk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Hmm. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. Oh! And I'm joined oh by Degenerates. All of them. Every single one of them. We're back. Yep. Last hour. A lot to talk about. Mock. You have your ding, mocks, ding, mixed, ding. match, mashup, washable. Didn't care for that last word. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so what I have, did kind of off the cuff here, I have two MLB players. Tell me who you would want. Okay? Yeah. Kyle likes to try and cheat and look at my screen. Yeah, a bitch. Just kidding, Kyle. You're all right for a bitch. Souls rebuttal. All right. <laughs> Don't show him to me. Taking the high road. I like it. I like how he chooses <laughs> not to rebuttal it, Jeff. <laughs> option. He's a humble man. Option A. Um. Well, let me let me ask you guys. Do you want career numbers or just last year's? Ooh. I'm gonna do career. All right. <laughs> all right. All the difference in the world. Next week, your name is going to be Souls Malone for people like Jason Bay. That's right. This show is brought to you by Zatarans. All right. So this player, option A. Yuck. Career batting average, 282. 175 home runs. 513 RBIs. So try. 53 stolen bases. Oh, never mind. Not try anymore. That's got to be in Carcion. Option B. Hold on. I forgot a stat. Oh With 1,050 hits. Mm. Oh, screen went crazy here. Um, option B. This player is a career 279 hitter mm. with 184 home runs, mm. 521 RBIs, mm. 75 stolen bases with 922 hits. Mm. I want B. I'll take A, Rocco Baldelli. <laughs> I'm taking B as well. Care to any guess who's who? Nope. No. No guesses? I have Too no idea. A is Rocco Baldelli. No. Fuck. Option A. Is Baco Raldelli. Is Manny Machado. Bullshit. Option B was Bryce Harper. 
Wow. That was very clever on you. <laughs> you know, that made them feel very mediocre. <laughs> I don't want either I hope the White Sox sign neither of them. <laughs> 280s, the high. Uh, wow. It worked out. They've both been in the league for seven years. Both yeah. were injured for like a stint. <laughs> That's clever. Neither were what Rocco Baldelli. You should have done that last hour. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that, though. Good I like you. it. Good for you. I'm taking Lucas Duda over both those guys. Oh. So. <laughs> Hey. First or second <laughs> stint? <laughs> first. Guys are first, and, first, yeah. Great right. batting stance, though. Indeed. Gilberto, let's get into this NBA talk. What All you right. got? So, it's a buy or sell segment. Alright. Um, I like how he had his own intro music can, there. Can you play that again? No, it, it wasn't it. You blew it, Souls. I can remember. Anyways. Uh, Riddler was closer than you did. <laughs> you made it up. I'm going to say a few scenarios. Oh, wait. I think it was this one. <laughs> and you let me know what you think. Say right. it. Let's go. First thing first. With the Lakers' recent struggles without LeBron, are they falling away from being in the playoffs? No. So. I don't think so. No, it's just everyone fucking panics. Oh, LeBron's hurt for a short period of time. Just, Let's sell. So LeBron's just that important of a team. guy. When he comes back, they're going to be right back in it. So. I'm selling as well. Buying. Why? Because te- the team around him is not good. But you don't think they'll make the playoffs even when he comes back? They're they're an eight seed right now, and you got a team right next to them, who I think are better than them. Because they still haven't played the Warriors. Yeah. Talking playoff LeBron, not regular season LeBron though. Okay, regular season LeBron doesn't mean he's going to beat the Warriors four times. He's done it with a worse cast of of teammates. That's all I got to say. The teammates aren't good now. I still think he makes it. I don't think they make the playoffs. Might be but, as an eight seed, but I don't think they make it. But that's the thing. Like you're, you're making a different argument now. You're just saying if they make the playoffs, right? Yeah. So do you think they make the playoffs? I do not. Without a doubt, they make the playoffs. That then that that's Without fine. Without a doubt in hell. The argument you were making, your last sentence was different. I still think they make the playoffs. Okay. In this year's upcoming draft. Will the three kids from Duke go one, two, and three? No. So. I don't know enough about this topic, but no. Syracuse beat them today. <laughs> Doesn't mean those three guys suck. No, I'm not saying that. I just, I, there's always I think, someone that I think that, that Zion goes... is the best player out of the three of them. And for, I, I can't tell you who, but I think Zion, I don't think Zion goes one. Zion's going one. I don't think so. It's Zion. I also agree with Zion. It's Xena, the warrior Zelda. <laughs> I buy. They're the three best players coming out of this draft. It's fine. And I'm not all buying. three teams need shooting. Two of them have shooting abilities, and the first team is just going to take You don't know the order team. yet, though. I know. What I'm saying is, let's go to finish. I don't think all three of them go. One, two, three. Okay. Zion's the most explosive. Mm-hmm. And the two can shoot the shit out of the ball. Yep. Everybody's going to look at him. Just a There's still a few other prospects that could definitely fall into the three. But okay. Zion's and just knock a dunker. One down. Okay. And I but think Zion's teams, just a dunker. Teams might say, oh, oh, I, don't, I don't know. They just drafted two Duke guys. I don't want to be that asshole that takes the third Duke guy. <laughs> the Knicks are dumb enough to pass up a great Duke player for some asshole. From France. Or now that this year we're going China. Nice. You know what's a funny saying? Yoming. Yoming. Oh, why, oh, what do you mean? Ooh, get in the press. Only other player that's considered in the top three or four is Romeo Langford. Langford. Yeah. 
It's going. I said it first. <laughs> anyway, I'm the winner. Everybody saw. Will Anthony Davis and or Kristaps Porzingis be traded at the deadline? Yes. Yes. So will at least one of them be moved? Yeah. Porzingis is going to the Spurs. I say yes to both. Yeah, me too. I'm sad. Yeah, I don't think either of them get moved. Bye, bye, Porzingis. Reasons I'm, why I'm you starting think they to stay. enter like a shitty part of being a Pelicans fan, and I'm only a year in. <laughs> okay, you, yeah, but what if, what if it was Davis for Porzingis? <laughs> that would be Listen, dumb. You're only a real Pelicans the fan if they trade him. Mark, if they trade him, you have to become months. jaded for at least three years. <laughs> so, I'm gonna burn my shirt. Yeah, like really over the top. No, like, no, no you're gonna pretend to burn it and then put a thank you note. Because <laughs> about the Pelicans, I don't want Lonzo Ball or Brandon Ingram. They haven't done shit yet in the league to prove to me. But neither has not the worst Anthony the team Davis. with Anthony Davis. Yes. So why not? Besides Holiday, to, why not try to bargain for some some picks to go with that? They, then you think about it. Because even the, like the top ten to fifteen doesn't matter in the NBA. They're three not going to trade. They're not going to be good. I the Knicks, if, if like the Lakers were just like, "Fuck you, we're going to trade LeBron." Listen to how LeBron for like sounds. Davis and Holiday. Yeah. <laughs> This could sound absurd. Maybe and then the Lakers sign a seek. Team trade. Is that legal? Could they do a four-team trade? Nice. I don't think Mark's so. a Lakers fan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's only three. Are you sure? I'm not sure. But I'll tell you what. I've watched a lot of 2K basketball well, playing, and the four-team option is not an option. <laughs> Here's my, my thoughts. If it was a ladder, if it would be If they want to move Davis, they're going to want a top three pick and some collateral. Can the Lakers provide that? No. But you get a third team involved? Maybe. Depends on who it is. The Knicks. What are you going to give? Tim Hardaway. Who wants oh that God. contract? Davis and Porzingis. Somebody that also <laughs> wants Lakers. some of the young talent like Kevin Knox or someone. Who knows? I don't know what the Knicks are thinking at all anymore. It, it makes no fucking sense to me. Just bring Phil Jackson back and into also, the Knicks. No. <laughs> the Knicks never say we want to give it to Porzingis. The Spurs just said, hey, we want Porzingis. Listen, here's the thing. The Knicks desperately want Porzingis, but Porzingis has grown frustrated. It's very evident. Uh, it's insanely evident. And I don't think he wants to be there. I truly I think don't. He does. I think he just wants. I don't think he does. A team to win, but he, they're not even with him. Not and yet. that's happened. We are no better than we were last year, or the year before, or the year before that. And he knows that. Why the fuck would he stay when he could join DeRozan, Aldridge, winning Powell, coach, he has to winning be team to do it? That's I don't what think the Knicks are going to do it. I, I think a, for the right price, yeah, they'll do it. I have a quick theory why Phil Jackson didn't work in New York. I think it's because he prefers white top pizza. And I think that has to be the reason. Okay. If we bring up Phil fucking Jackson <laughs> one more time. White I mean, you, pizza, tell me, huh? you, you tell me otherwise, but New York, I mean, that's fairly traditional. And Phil, he's from, you know, many years in Chicago. You they know, don't do white top pizza. No, no, they don't my, have a top. But what I'm saying is Chicago, then he went to Los Angeles. He kind of changed. He kind of went whack out there, hanging out with uh, Jack Nicholson. You know, Clams Casino. You're going to love it. You know, and. Hey, so listen. Just finish that private stock. Yeah, what, what was that rant? <laughs> <laughs> Thought I was going to get more traction from the pizza lovers. Facebook Live would have loved it. <laughs> I love pizza, but I hate Phil Jackson and the Knicks more than I love pizza. And it's you because he's a, he's a white pizza lover. He's a bastard. He fucked the Knicks. I, you're, just, you're just backing up my argument. Listen, that guy fell asleep during a game. He didn't attend scouting meetings. He didn't even... The people he drafted, he never even watched. Too much white pizza, I'm telling you. So next one... Get some sauce on there. Um, 
So the Bulls just gave Jim Boylan a, a raise. Big Jimmy Boylan. Are the Bulls being naive about their coaching depth? No. Sell. 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 Yeah, quick. I think they gave him a raise because he became the head coach. Of, he went from being an assistant to being the head coach of a team with a lot of NBA season to go. And I think that determined that that deserves a pay raise. You went from being the guy that was helping out to being the guy completely in charge of an NBA roster. And I think that deserves a pay raise if he's going to be doing it for the entire year, which I think he will be. They're not going to address any head coaching changes till the offseason. I don't think Jordan's the answer. I don't think that that's going to be the head coach. Players don't like him. But I don't think he's going to be the head coach coming into the next season. But I, I think that he's going to be the head coach for the rest of this season. And I just, that, you know, it's a lot of responsibility. And so I think that, that it d- denotes a pay raise. That's fair. So teams are calling the 76ers about Jimmy Butler. Are the Sixers listening? Probably. I mean, if they're actively listening, maybe not. But they do hear these calls coming through if they're answering the call. Oh, wait. Dickhead, you know exactly what I meant. What? I no, just his, answered your Is the number right. one picks for injured players involved? No. Then no. They're not drafting anybody that's going to be injured and win rookie of the year for seven straight years. Then no. It's one of those things, like, in any sport. I don't think any player on any team is truly untouchable. There's no. always going to be an offer good enough. So, I mean, to, to if you just completely ignore it, I think that's being, like, ignorant. Are they actively looking to move him? I don't think so, but... If someone calls and, you know, gives you a big-time offer, I buy. I think they are. I don't think that they're saying we need to move Butler, but I don't think that Butler has given them that spark offensively or defensively that they've been looking for. I think they're trying to almost bait a team into... Uh, they're baiting a team to much. overpay. Yeah, I think that I think that they're listening for somebody that's willing to overpay. I can see that a team that is on the, the outside looking in, whereas the Sixers are going to make the playoffs with or without Butler. But a team maybe like the Lakers who might not make the playoffs and are on the outside looking in, or maybe like a team like the Wizards or something like that, like a team that Enjoy could not make the playoffs. Howard. Type of thing, I, I could see that. I think that I think they're listening, but I think I agree with Jamar. I think they're listening only for somebody that's willing to overpay. <coughs> Teasing. But I, I don't think the Sixers are. I think the Sixers picked up Butler for the chance that he puts that team to the next level, and if not, we can move him. So I'll buy that. I'll buy. Let I me mean, think about it. You got a lot of teams that are on the cusp of the playoffs. The Sixers, they're in the playoffs. At the, unless something catastrophic happens, they're in the playoffs. You take a guy like Butler, they didn't need him to get to the playoffs. Right? So you got the teams that are trying to make that push to get into the eight, the seventh seed. They're going to give you something for Jimmy Butler because he will help that other team in a way he's not going to help the Sixers. So maybe you do Butler get the a better return for him. Butler to the Raptors. For Pascal, C, whatever, and Maybe. a first-round pick, would you do that? Yes. Ooh, really? but, ooh, what about Butler no. to the Wolves for Sarge? And Covington. Steven Adams for Jimmy Butler? They don't need Steven Adams. But would you want him? Not really. You wouldn't like him there? But what would he do for me? Be a great guy. Well, and B could play the four. <laughs> but he would be a great guy. He would be a, be a way better stretch four. Okay. So. Chalk. 
Do the Celtics have to make a trade in order to be a contender for the championship? No. So, they need to have one guy in particular step up from a leadership perspective, and that's fucking Kyrie. He wanted to be that guy. That's what he wanted to do. That's why he left Cleveland. So fucking do it. I buy it just because I don't think Gordon Hayward's working. I don't think the bench is working. I missed it. How is Gordon Hayward not working? Because he doesn't do anything for them. What? He's coming off the bench. And he's producing off the bench. Not really. Not to the standards where he's not Gordon Hayward. Do you remember that his leg broke in half? What do you expect from him? A full year of recovery and he should be okay. At least 30 games into the season, he should find his rhythm. Name a more gruesome injury besides Sean Livingston. Paul George. How long ago was that? He played pretty well the next season. Really? He didn't score over 20 points per game for the next two. Shot better than 31%. From what? You're making stats up. Let's find out. All right. So, I, 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 I'm selling. I, I think, well, what, I guess I'm trying to say, Jeff, I really agree with what you're saying. Like, this this is what Kyrie wanted. That's the whole, This whole stink was, you know, hey, That's I, wanted, my main I, point. I want to be the leader of a team. And perhaps, you know, I'm a huge hater of all Boston sports. It's well known. Uh, but Except the Patriots. That's incorrect. I'd much rather jump out this building, which isn't tall enough, uh, to do what I want. Uh, I even lost my train of thought from that. Um, but I think we, Kyrie wanted to be the the, the leader, you know, and yep. be the locker room guy. And I guess I, I have not seen that. I, there's not never, the slightest bit. Nothing that I've watched, nothing that I've read that Kyrie is like, you know, you know, given, <laughs> even giving high fives. Coming off, coming off of like a a, a change, and you know, this just in, he hates his teammates. Well, it's just like he just he does his thing, and he just sits there. Well, I feel like I feel like with Kyrie getting injured last season, and then the Jason Tatum explosion in the postseason, I feel like, and then like now that Hayward's healthy, to a lesser extent, I just feel like Kyrie feels like he's the Kyrie he was in Cleveland. He's yeah. the backseat Kyrie. The, the other thing, too, to note is this is a team that has more depth than any other team in the NBA. I mean, you look at across the roster, you have Kyrie, you have Terry Rozier, you have Jalen Brown, you have Tatum, you have Hayward, you have Al Horford. <laughs> There's just so many pieces that no one's going to put up the, the big-ass numbers because everyone's sharing a piece. There's just too many, you know, depth isn't a bad thing. But if you're looking strictly at stats, no one on that team is going to perform like they would when they were on their own. Hayward was the scorer in, in Utah. Everyone knew when he went to Boston, you're you're with Kyrie now. Right. So. What have you got there, Souls? Are the Nets a playoff contender? Dark horse. Yeah, buy. I think so. I buy. I'm selling. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. I, I said this to Souls earlier. They're the most boring team in basketball. Doesn't mean they don't get the job done. And for that reason, because they're the most boring team in basketball, no team. You have to have personality on the floor uh, playing basketball. I agree they're boring, but personality. They have two guys that look like black men from the eighties. Listen, I could get Jared behind Allen and Spencer. Dibley. I get I get behind the afros entirely. Uh, absolutely, and the mustache. Absolutely, I'm and behind the angel Russell. I'm behind that, that guy's entirely. A snitch. Exactly, personality. But you watch if it wasn't team, for him, you Nick Young team. would still be clapping his alias cheeks. I, I want you to know right now, if I was clapping his alias cheeks and someone snitched on me, Daniel Russell would be six feet under. 
I would kill him. I would kill him. I would give up my NBA contract and go to jail. Damn, call him Swaggy P. He actually uh, hit a man in the, the balls, stole his phone. Swaggy some Pete, shit for better known as. <laughs> Anybody here catch the Azalea Snapchats, proving her butt's real? I did not. I read some information, but I did not see any. I plead the fifth. Good man. I I, I, I'm a big reader. Mm-hmm. I have yet. Yeah, can we go to break? <laughs> also, sex tape came out with her in it. No, Mock would have to call out of work for All a year. Right. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's my, been great. my last one. Oh, if you guys that. have one, what? The Pistons will tear apart the Griffin Drummond duo and start a heavy rebuild. Sell. I guess I'm selling as well because I kind of thought that this was part of the rebuild. I buy because nothing on that team is working. I blame coaching. <laughs> no, I love, I love everything. Kyle says. I watch Jeff just like wince. <laughs> I sell. I sell because I don't think the players are the problem. I think the coach is the problem. I don't think the coach is doing a bad job coaching. I just think it's the wrong coaching fit for the pieces they had intact for this rebuild they were already doing. They were already in the midst of a mini rebuild, and yes, they had two star players on their team, which kind of negates the rebuild notion, but. When you have two-star players and nothing else, you're still in a rebuild. So I think they were rebuilding. I just don't think that Casey was the right coaching move for the player, the, the two-star players they had. I, I just, I just don't see it. I, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Casey, I didn't think it worked then. I don't think it works now. I just don't. Ugh, I don't think Casey is a, is the right fit for those two players. I think those two players are the absolute best compliment four or five in the NBA. I think the two, I think the two of them, I think not, I don't want to say with like the right coaching. I think the two of them, even with bad coaching could do a good job together. I think they do do a good job together. I said, do do. Um, it's just, Griffin is a dark horse defensive giant, dark horse. He's not what he used to be, but he's a dark horse defensive giant who has offensive explosion capabilities. Andre Drummond has dark horse offensive takeover capabilities with down low presence, strength, and dunking abilities, and is a defensive monster. They they pick each other up because even though the stretch four is a very big position in the N, in the uh, NBA right now, I still believe that a defensive four, a very strong defensive four, is better than an offensive four. He's also, Case in point being Draymond Green and Anthony Davis. Blake's worked on his mid to three point shot. I've seen him drain a few step backs this year. I think they're. A certain player, a very specific player away from being a good team. Trade deadline's coming up. Kemba Walker. The Hornets aren't going to trade him because they're right in the mix. Give a pick and roll guy. I'm just saying. I don't think that matters to the Hornets. I'm not saying, like, it can't happen. I'm saying if Kemba Walker was on the Pistons, a pick and roller, a shot creator, he's going to open up the floor. He's going to do his own thing. You know, then Griffin doesn't have the pressure of being a number one scorer. Outside of the Celtics, Sixers... Raptors and Bucks. The only player in the NBA in the the East that I think is untouchable, not untouchable. I hate and I hate the thing, but like is least likely to be traded would be D'Angelo Russell, and that's because there's such a youth movement going in Brooklyn, and they're in this rebuild and they are in the mix, and D'Angelo Russell fits right into that. I, I, I mean, you gotta, I hate the put on your GM hat as the Hornets, even if you're in the mix. Are you contending? 
No. Are you going to get through all four of those scenes? No. Right. The Pacers. I'll put the Pacers in there, too. I'll put the Pacers in there. But outside of those five teams, I think D'Angelo Russell is the only player in that conference that is pretty much guaranteed to stay put where he is. I don't think Kemba goes to Detroit. I don't think Kemba leaves the Hornets this year, and it's not because they're in the mix. I just think it's because they don't get the offer they're looking for. No. But uh, I could very, I could be very much on board with Kemba being traded. I don't think the Hornets... Because the Hornets could still be in the mix without Kemba. Just imagine the East picking is bad. pops with Blake Griffin. Drumming down low to put back anything they I missed. think John Wall's a better fit for that team than Kemba. Which John Wall? John Wall athlete or John Wall rock star? Rock star. Good. Good. <laughs> Stoned-ass Afro John Wall from USA. Yes. Yeah, that John Wall. Souls Miller. What? Darius Miller, light me, please. Nice. Right. So you're good with the, anybody have any NBA buyer sales they want to hit on real quick before we get in? Souls, you have any personal ones you want to hit on? No. Nope. We got time. We still got a half hour to go. Over a half hour. I'm gonna go do that real quick. I just I think Actually I could I could use another brew as well. I, I I would also like to enter a third beer into my journal. Right. Give me well, I fifteen think, seconds. Kyle, you're right by the fridge right now. I'm not saying I'm not gonna be to you right now. No, you did. You kinda <laughs> did. So give me fifteen <laughs> seconds. Kyle, if I have to get up and smack mock in the dick, I will. But give me a beer. I'm not going to Gwyneth Paltrow you it right now. Do you have something besides the Miller Light in there though? Yeah, that's it. All right. We are That's what Daddy likes. So wait, who do you think is the most boring team in basketball? Phoenix. Phoenix, really? I mean, they play mm. out west. That's a dry air. I like me some Devin Booker. But I'm a big fan as well. I yeah, mean, but that's the thing, though. Is like that's it. But that's really. but that's they they have what's supposed Eaton to be is a, boring for a guy like, that puts up numbers. They're supposed to I'll have a very strong rookie of the year candidate and. One of the most explosive offensive players in basketball, and they still can't win games. Listen, I'll like, do you one I'm not more saying that they should be winning. I'm not saying that they should be winning 45 games a year, but they're just losing all the time, and they get blown out, and they're just boring. There's one team that is way more boring. That is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. Aside but from J.R. Smith, can I can I give you a reason as to why I don't think they they crack top three for most boring teams? Why? Because without LeBron, they were deemed to be the worst team in basketball, they and they are. probably are. But outside of the Knicks, no, no, I'm saying outside of watching them play the Knicks, do you really find yourself rooting against Cleveland? Like, wouldn't you? It's like the Cleveland Browns. Only it's because like, of Tristan Thompson, though. But I'm just saying, but it's like. No, like, I'm rooting against like He's when a the big Chloe Kardashian fan. No, no, no. Before <laughs> the season, he, he made this huge, like, you know. We lost LeBron, but people still forget we were the champs. Like, right. Bro, we're the look team at your fucking, you got six wins. The Knicks are doing better than you, and they fucking suck. They're, as a fan, I find it hard to sit, and I've watched them suck for years, but I still enjoyed watching it. I've been so miserable watching their games. But I think for J.R. Smith alone. He doesn't him, play, though. Yeah, he's, they're trying to trade him. He's not there. I, well, until the day he's traded, that makes he's him not more even suited up. exciting play. Even better, a guy sitting in warm-up material. No, he's exciting. not there. Well, where is he? He's not a free agent. What is he's he? Like he just doesn't Noah. go to. He doesn't go to games. Doesn't go to practice. He just doesn't he, go. He's being Carmeloed in a way, but I think he'll prop somehow. J.R. Smith will find a team before Carmelo Anthony. I've watched a lot of Nets games this year. Utah is pretty boring. Really quick. Now Donovan Mitchell is very exciting though, but I think it's absurd that Ron Baker, right? 
Ron fucking Baker, who averages three points per game and nothing else over one. Hey, throw some respect home. on Ron Listen, Baker. Listen, I love man. Ron Baker. That's a heart and soul grit guy. But Wait, how the you... fuck does he get signed before Carmelo Anthony was a future Hall of Famer? Are we talking about we're, ta- we're talking about the alias of Logan Paul, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. How the fuck does he get cut and then immediately signed by a team before Carmelo Anthony gets a fucking minimum deal or a trade or anything? I think I think I think the, the NBA, I think he's being blackballed. I, I think it's on Melo. I, I think do. an extent. But. I think it's on Melo. I, I think Melo is really weighing out his options of NBA versus overseas versus retirement completely. I think Houston casted him out because they needed someone to blame. 100%. I could agree with that. James Harden and Chris Paul, I hate the combo. I really hate the combo. No, I can agree with that. I'm not saying that like it, it would be entirely, but I, I could definitely see like Melo would be the easy guy to blame. I mean, Harden wasn't playing great, and Paul was playing terrible to begin the season. Harden wasn't even playing yet. I'm saying, but they, they, they played terrible as a team, and Melo's the easy guy to blame because outside of Harden and Paul, the only other guy to put blame on is Capella, and they're not going to do that. Yeah, so they don't want to admit because they just locked his ass up. Right. So, He's not the issue, though, either. No, no, not no I'm not saying he is, but I don't think Melo was the issue. I, I, I just think that team was playing. I, just, I, I think that was a team that showcases that without James Harden, they have a very lethal, self lethal combination of youth. With past its prime talent, Chris Paul is not the only thing Chris Paul still has from his prime is defense. Offensively, he's he doesn't have the playmaking ability. He definitely doesn't have the scoring. So I I, I could definitely see Melo having kind of getting some of the blame just because the Rockets were underperforming so much. Another team that's very boring to watch, in my opinion. Throw it out there. I'm just saying. I think even with Fox, I think the Sacramento Kings are very boring. I also think that Golden State's very boring. I don't know about that. They're very fun. Because. But how? What's fun about them? Bunch of playmakers. But what's fun about them? What do they do that's fun? They shoot threes. Yeah. That's fun for this NBA. Okay. It's... It's what's trending in the NBA. Doesn't mean it's fun to watch. Did you see that thing the other night with uh, Clay Thompson? Yeah, forty-two <laughs> points on three, four dribbles. That's my kind of basketball right there. <laughs> A lot of shoot. I know not enough. Mox, passing. Mox is forty-two assists, four dribbles. Anyway, the Magic that pretty day. boring. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Magic. The only reason the Magic aren't boring is for the same reason the Bulls aren't boring. It's because they have an elite athlete, not basketball player, athlete. Levine, Gordon. I think Levine is a far better basketball player than Gordon. But athleticism-wise, the bull the Bulls are very athletic. They're very fat. Wendell Carter, like the Bulls are <laughs> very, very fat. <laughs> They're a great street ball. These guys are Zach Randolphs. Oh yeah, the, if they made an NBA Street V four, this Bulls team would be fantastic. I mean, Wendell Carter down low. Marking in as that, you know, the Kirk Heinrich of this team, the white guy that... Ah, uh, the Tony Kukoc. No, 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 I mean, of like, the uh, NBA Street games. Right. NBA Street games, yeah. All right, so... Kook. We're going to move on. So, we're going to do Riddler's rankings and then Riddler's appreciation. Uh, Rita, I'll keep score so you can do your stuff and... I'm going to keep score. I'll keep score. I'm pretty sure she's just coloring. So, Riddler's rankings was... Worse and uh, worse. Rita, I'm really sorry about the way this is going to go, um, just because Mass isn't here. Um, So, Riddler's rankings was... So I thought Mass was going to be here. 
was going to be me ranking the five of you how I think you'd finish in in the Riddler appreciation. So Rita, unfortunately, you finished last. I think you would have finished last anyway. It's, it's Mass was also going to finish last. So, <laughs> um, I think so. Mass would have been five. Four would be mock. No offense. It's just outside of football and some baseball, a little bit of basketball. No, that's fair. Uh, I put Kyle three, Kendall two, Jeff one. Kendall's known me longer, but Jeff when, knows you more. When you slept pecker to pecker with a dude in two different houses, he knows you. Mm. And I'm statistically drunk all the time. <laughs> but this is what the, the rankings can be proved wrong at this moment in time. Dun, dun, so, dun. Um, I, Rita would like to participate. Wait. I think that's fair. I gave her, I put her on the rankings as, as she would lose, so that's, that's fair. Alright, so let me put your mic up. Can we get a test on you? Say your name. No. I can pot you off just as easily. No, you can't. You know you can lift it up, right? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm multitasking. Just lift up. Anyway, I gotta tell you, I am more inclined to drink way more beer now that I have <laughs> Jeff and I are loving this book. You guys are three in each, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I started got to page. write proper 12, and then, no. Um, oh, wait, I tell you what, if you bring liquor in the show, I think you should be able to adapt. Yeah, if you bring something in that's not the yeah. private stock. I think, yeah, I think that's fair. No, I don't want to do any additional writing. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been so in-depth. It's not even writing now. It's like chicken scratch. I'm also dr- coloring in the stars, like, with... No effort. Yeah, you that's want right. Are you kidding me? After I already give Miller a three star rating, you offer me cramps. Three stars. <laughs> three stars, huh? I give him three stars. Yeah. So for, just... for natural ice, we'll for get back price, to it. I'll, we'll I'll get just... back to it. Fucking shit. So, my so uh, later. Riddler appreciation, what do you got? All right. So, Riddler appreciation. All right. Oh. Question number one. I have 15 questions. A lot of multiple partners. Giving away points. Giving away points here. All right, question number one. Very easy. We're going to go mock to souls on this one. Okay, we're starting with mock, and we're going to go clockwise from me. So, mock to souls. What is my favorite brewery of all time? I feel like this is really obvious, but Goose Island. I think I'm wrong. This is radio, Kendall. Goose Island. Goose Island. Goose oh, Island. He doesn't have his re- headphones on. Goose. Put them on real quick, Riddler. Oh, sorry. I figured for the game, where, you know. Goose. This Come is on. awesome. Come on. Goose. The answer is? Finch Brewing. No, I'm just kidding. Excuse me. I was going to be so fucking bad. Who the fuck is Finch? Chicago. Who the fuck is that guy? Finch is my second favorite brewery of all time. Did they make the ju- too juicy? Yep. Nope. They, they sure did. do. That's two roads, Kyle. Are you fucking serious? Kyle, that's not even 20 miles from your house. Don't Drink you? some yeah. private stuff. I don't fucking know this shit. Yes, you do. All right. Listen, you yell at us to learn NBA things, learn beer things. First multiple I really looked at it point. Way. He's right. First multiple pointer. Private stuff. What? Who is oh, my ass? My now this is favorite, not like impactful, like none of that. Just favorite. What is my White Sox Mount Rushmore? Oh man, we did this. 
We did this kind of like fairly recently too. Starting with Kendall. So I, I, I'll let you, you think for a little bit. I'll talk. I just want you guys to know. So um, uh, the Red Baron for me. You think? Don't look at me. Okay. Think. I, don't I, don't look. Don't I, get intrigued with what I'm saying. I have to. The Red Baron. Uh, so for those listeners that are new or newer, uh, I'm I I air from Chicago, Illinois. That's where I'm from. Really weird to hear my my voice in the the headphones. I haven't worn headphones in like months. <laughs> um, so he is playing an instrumental for uh, Lupe Fiasco. I hope it's like a triple loop or something like that. I have to restart it. No, okay. YouTube sucks. Yeah, but I love you, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> We're live on YouTube. We're not live, but we have a YouTube channel. We PPRN do. has a YouTube yeah, channel. Subscribe PPRN Radio. Yeah, yeah get that plug in, Ma. Good for you. Way to fucking get use that there. fucking softener, you washable machine. Yeah. Kevin Nash. Um, Gross. Yeah, so it's, uh, this is Lupe Fiasco, instrumental. Anybody know the song? Kick Bush. Yikes. Yes. That's a private song. Joe Inglis How? type beat. Because that's like one of his more popular songs. They and wouldn't have uh, guessed it. No, no, Mach wouldn't have guessed it. Mach would have not guessed. You know, to be fair, I think, I mean, Jeff is really in, in depth, but I think I'm the only person that would have known. And that's why I kind of picked this song. Well, I would have known. Well, of course. But I... All right, so you ready? I think I'm ready. Because we still got questions. Okay. White Sox, Mount Rushmore. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Conurco, uh, Chris Sale, Mark Burley. Burley? Why don't I say Burley? What an asshole. (laughs) Burlesque. Burlesque. And the Big Hurt. Okay. That's incorrect because I remember that. Enough. Different. Sorry. Is it my turn? Uh, Rita's turn. How many people are on the mountain again? <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> However many people were on the White Sox roster in 05. <laughs> Paul Kinerko mm-hmm. and three other players. Okay. You're out. Jeffrey? It's Kinerko. No way anybody gets a clean tube on this. It's Burley. It's Chris Sale. And it's Adam Eaton. You know, he tried real hard, and I give him a lot of credit for that. Konerko, Burley, Potsednik, Adam Eaton. Okay. Konerko, Sale, Jermaine Die. Handles <laughs> first home run. Adam Eaton. That's right. Jermaine Die. All right. Wow. So, Kendall and Kyle got three points. Mark got one. Jeff Damn. got two. Rita got one. Konerko, Potsednik, Burley, Big hurt. Oh, I was gonna say Frank, but I was like, I I like Adam Mean a lot, but got a big heart spot. It's tough. You got to pick four. You know, it's. I knew it was. Scott. I want to listen back Scott. to where he gave the Mount Rushmore on the show. Well, you know, well, I gave a lot of thought into it since then. Like that was kind of like an on the fly <laughs> thing we did. Because I think you said Jermaine Ty. That's why I said. No, that. I don't think he. I, I might have. No, I might have. No, no he, you didn't. You said you loved him, but he wasn't even one of your favorites. Well, Jermaine Dye falls into the Adam Eaton, Chris Sale category. I loved him a lot, but he he doesn't crack my because th- yeah. like Chris Sale's whole thing was like versus those four guys that I named brought a championship to honestly a franchise I might never see a franchise a championship for again. Joe Creedy, you talking ripped sleeves? Chris Joe Creedy would have made it if he didn't go to the Twins. That fucking douche, Willie Harris. Willie Harris. All right, I'll give it to Willie Harris or. Almost a guy. The second baseman? Who knows it? Tadahito Iguchi. Good for you. Gross. Got you. Well, what about the third? What about the third rotation pitcher? Third rotation pitcher. What'd you say? Esteban. 
Was it though? I don't know if it was yeah, that. He's year. in you to, jail. You get to assign a private stock shot to somebody, Sauls. Okay, but I don't think it was that year. It was. They had Contreras. They had. Freddy he was Garcia, the third. He no, but he was El Duque. He was the third. He was the third rotation in the postseason. Yeah, next that's question. A lot of old, all right, next question. Yankees pitchers. All right. That's all it was. <laughs> this one is going to be very interesting, especially because Rita has to lead it off. Rita, are you ready? Ready. What is my like favorite beer like from like Goose Island <laughs> Brewing? In that list. Um. Um. Before that. she answers, how specific do you want it to be? Doesn't uh, you don't have to give a specific Bourbon County if you wanted to or something like that? Does bourbon that you mean? County. Yeah. Okay. So like, like if you said Bourbon County, that would like suffice as an answer. I don't need you to be like Bourbon County 2015 High well, no, Rye Weed well, Ale. Well, no, I didn't know if you were gonna be like the vanilla or. Oh no, no 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 nothing specific. It's it's, it's yeah okay. I know what you mean. Yeah no yeah. Spe- no specific answers like a general answer works as well. Bourbon County. Okay. Three one two. Bourbon County High Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Which 312? Be as specific as possible. Goose Island 312. Well, there's two different 312s. That's oh, the problem. The 312 that you like better. Okay. <laughs> the Bourbon County High Ride uh, Pale Okay. The Bourbon County Pale Hell. I never had that one, but here it's excellent. Uh, you said uh, the Bourbon, Bourbon County. Okay. You know, it's, I feel like he, he's setting us up here. I know. Uh, but I can't think of the names of the other ones. Um, but I, I, just as a safe, I just gotta say Bourbon County. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I just it's so highly regarded. We all know is it's it, is Bush. it one of the farmhouse ones? Nope, it's okay. Bush. Nope, should be. Nope. Yeah, Goose it Island's famous be. Bush. Nobody gets a point. Goose Island Fulton Street Blend. Bush. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I, I recall the packaging, but I would never well, guess that. Not a real that. beer. Never would have guessed that. All right, it's Bush. So this is this is going to be one of my favorite questions. It's another Mount Rushmore question. Oh no! And it's baseball. Oh, all right, all right. So we have this is this this works. I created this one on the fly when I knew Chris wasn't coming. So we have two Yankees fans, Mets fan, Phillies fan, Pirates fan. One of each. What's my Mount Rushmore? One player from each person's team. Ooh. Starting with J Mart. I got. I'll give you some time to think because I I love this instrumental. We're going late because I know this is a long Riddler's rankings, but I've had a lot of time to prepare for this. This is including. Oh, this is tough here. Yeah, this is this is a good one. Oh, I, I, I want I thought of this question. So, oh no. So I thought of this question Yankees, because Mets, out of Pirates respect. So I've never been a big fan of this team. So I had this question prepared originally anyway. So it worked that Rita's doing it instead of Mass because I've never really liked this team. And out of respect for J-Mart, I have gained a hatred for the Cardinals. Good. So I didn't include the Cardinals on this. Not that it would have helped Mass, because I'm pretty sure I can name more Cardinals than Mass can. <laughs> so, shout out to Mass. Um, hope you're throwing up. <laughs> I actually, uh, shout out to the Mrs. Samantha Colini. Uh, I'm, I almost made her vomit on uh, 691 today. I pulled up the Kyle puking video KFC while she was driving. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. I almost made a total of the car with the three-year-old no in it. No question. Is it now or all time? All time. Well, like, yeah. Since time. we've watched. Yeah. I mean, like, like Pete Rose isn't in this. Yeah. Got it. So, right. Even um, though he should be. That's a fucking legend. The guy's hung like a horse. Got it. Come on, Jeffrey. All right. I got Mets, David Wright. Okay. Yankees, Derek Jeter. Okay. Phillies. 
I know it. Phillies, Everyone's going to struggle on the Phillies. I know Phillies it. Phillies is Jimmy Rollins. Okay. And the Pirates is McCutcheon. Okay. Or Jasso, not McCutcheon. Ooh. Pir- <laughs> <laughs> Pirates is McCutcheon. Phillies is Pat Nishik. Um, The Yankees... Should be none. Can I, I scratch? You... No, too late. I know you hate all of them. That's not true. Fuck. Yankees is... There's one Yankee that I love so much. Can McCutcheon also be the answer no. for the Yankees and Phillies? <laughs> That'd be... That's <laughs> where he's going next, Kenny. What a garbage game this is, if that's the case. That's, that's David Wright and Yankees McCutcheon, is... McCutcheon. No, Teixeira. He loves Teixeira. Nah. <laughs> he was a good so Paul O'Neill guy. Jeff lost. Nobody What's likes that? Paul O'Neill. Okay. McCutcheon. Nechek. Oh, he's not a hockey player, so. I know I said it wrong, but you know what I'm talking about. Brett Gardner, David Wright. Baldwin. All right. Uh, David Wright. No. Pat Nechek. Andrew McCutcheon. And... Scott Brocious. No. Um, Chuck Knobloch. Ben Brocious. No, no, no. no. I don't know. Should we read Oscar? Because you listened to a long introduction. Yeah, but... He's up there. He's up there, but... Come on, Kenneth. Just because I'm pretty sure I can bat like him. He gets very excited when Reese hits home runs. All right. uh, I didn't realize how much shit we can hear in these headphones. Yeah, you hear everything. That's a good sound effect, though. Brian McCann. Okay. Yankees, Paul O'Neill. Andrew McCutcheon, Kay. the guy from the Phillies that everyone else said. Kay. Yeah, that's BS. Can you say his name? The knee person. Yep, sure thing. And David Wright. Kay. Real quick, I can't change it because I locked it in, but in my mind, it's Aaron Rowan for the Phillies. It's not. It's Pat Nishik. So, uh, fuck. Pat Nishik, Andrew McCutcheon, David Wright, Mariano Rivera. Oh, nice. right. Got three. A lot of people got three. I think all. I think all. Yeah, three of you got three, except <laughs> that guy. Because he, they didn't. They said Nisha because of Kyle. That's not true, Kyle. Because You're a I, cuck. The person I knew, I searched the 2017 roster right here because I knew that I couldn't think of his name. In my head, I was thinking too closer, and I couldn't think of his name. He said, "I was like, oh, so that's it." I have a two bias questions. One of them's coming up. We've done three so far, right? Yeah, so I've got two biased questions. One coming up. One's going to be biased towards Jeff, Kyle, and Kendall, and then one's going to be pretty much exclusively biased towards Mock. So this it's a question, Funko Pop question. No, it's not a Funko Pop <laughs> question. But I like that. I like the way you're thinking. So we're going to start with Kyle on this first biased question, then we're going to Mock for the second one. First biased question. Who's my favorite? It's slightly biased. I want it to be known now. Who's my favorite person to pitch with in MLB The Show? All time. Your Donna Ventura. Aroldis Chapman. Blake Snell. Mariano Rivera. Hands down, the dead guy, Kyle said. So, Kendall wins that one. Really? Blake Snell. It used to be Ventura. It was Ventura. I was good with Ventura, but I like pitching with you Snell. You loved beating people. I like beating people, and I like dark. I liked being someone who was no. dead. I, I remember Blake Snell <laughs> being there all <laughs> He said all time, and I thought Ventura. That's, that's why. I said all time so too. you wouldn't think Ventura, because we've pitched with Blake Snell twice. Since I've been part of the show. Not three years. Since we've been part of the show, yeah, well, I, I, die, no, I pitch with Blake Snell at the Gravel House and at Prospect. Ventura. 
All right. What is my favorite beer from Two Roads all time? Hmm. I know what it should be. Bush. <laughs> Just got it. Stratford Bush Ale. <laughs> and, I, and I'm first on this one? Yeah. This is slightly biased towards you for a specific reason. I I have two in my head. My hint, my hint is all time for everybody involved. All time. Well, it should be Venturo. I'm going to say your big stat. I'm going with the Igor's Dream. Okay. I'm going to kind of go kind of traditional here. I'm just going to say a little heaven. That one. Okay. Oh, wow. Good imagination there, Rita. Igor's dream. Okay. We all know what it should be, but it's Igor's dream. Nobody is right. Come on, if it's what too is it? juicy. The Guinness one. You know, I was thinking, but I didn't think we had it that. enough to, we went to make it I your bought two favorite. growlers of it. I, but it should I be. drank five pints at the brewery and bought two growlers. <laughs> I, that's pretty awesome, actually. But you know what it should be? Bush. Yeah, Old Factory. Here's the Dude, thing, though. Nah, Both sucks. times I've left yeah, two roads with you, I left a little... Zooted. Yeah. <laughs> so not that time. Not worse than Pat, who slept in the backseat of a car. Mm. No, that was me. Oh, right. so you did too. No, <laughs> right. first time I avoided the laws with you. We went to Stop a Chop in Milford. Pro oh, move yeah. on me. Pat, Pat just slept with a... Yeah, he would have sold me out. Kind of, questions have I asked? put french Don't fries tell in my ear. Alright, so back to Kendall. Kendall? Yes. Another Mount Rushmore question? Oh, boy. Oh. Who is my... This is the sixth question. Yeah. This is the sixth question, yeah. Who is my Mount Rushmore for top four MVP candidates for the Chicago Bears this season? So, top four most impactful players for the Chicago Bears this season, in my eyes. Okay. Cody Parkey. All right. <laughs> Khalil Mack. <laughs> Rams by 80. Khalil Mack, uh, Tariq Cohen, um, Eddie Jackson, and um, Kyle Fuller. Those four? No. No. Brian Urlacher. No, I'm not that Ray dumb. Lewis. <laughs> Troy Powell. Mitch Trubisky. Dwayne Harris. Khalil Mack. Okay. The Devin little short Hester. guy, Tariq Cohen. Yep. Okay. Tariq Baldwin. Cubano, he prefers. I don't have a fourth one because I don't know anyone else. Okay. Oh, wow. Sorry. Adrian Jim. Amos, Kyle Fuller, Tariq Cohen, Khalil Mack. Oh, now I know someone. Khalil Mack, Fuller, Bryce Callahan. Callahan. And. I make car parts people. <laughs> <laughs> Tariqo. Cohen, Mack, Fuller, Anthony Miller. Say it again, sorry. Cohen, Mack, Fuller, Anthony Miller. Anthony Fuller? Miller. Um, did you say Fuller? No, Fuller was my third. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds, Sounds like old. someone's breaking it. The Ice is making it all blend together. <laughs> Sounds like all right. somebody's breaking Kendall led with three. Eddie Jackson, Khalil Mack, Kyle Fuller, Akeem Hicks. All defense. So it wasn't Bryce Callahan. 
No, it no. wasn't. He just listed the guys at once. <laughs> the Bears defensively still dominated after Bryce Callahan left. But you loved them. I did. Very much so. All right, Rita, I'm leading off with you. Okay. This works out perfectly because it's kind of a game. <coughs> Gross. Who is my favorite Blackhawk of all time? Jonathan Taze. Jonathan Toes. Taze. Toes. I can't even know the name. I'm going to do Taze. All their names are out. So I'll give you all a point, but you all pronounced it wrong. <laughs> I said it wrong on purpose. I said it right. I was looking for a funny way to say it, but you guys covered it it's all. It's actually Tevez. It's Tevez? No, it's not. It's well. Tevez. Jonathan Toes. Okay. All right. Jeff, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i banter a little bit to give you some time, because this is this is a real rough one. This is a five-pointer. Oh, boy. I need to pee, too. I've already gone twice in this hour. Favorite. Here, I'm going to get banter so you can go in this. Favorite, it'll look like the same vitamin water, favorite so I'll flat on pick it back up. Favorite rapper. No. Don't do that. No, damn. <laughs> favorite players. Favorite players. Not not stars by any means. <laughs> they can be stars. They don't have to be stars. <laughs> but favorite players. Drop what is my, here. at this moment in time, active players, what is my dream starting five in the NBA? Active players. Active said. players only. It doesn't, they can be stars. They don't have to be stars. But what is my dream starting five? And keep in mind, there can be flex in position. I'm not saying Anthony Davis plays the point guard, but, you know, like LeBron could play the power forward instead of the small forward or whatever. So, now this is this is an interesting one because I, I think everybody's going to get at least one on uh, this. I'm going to miss all five. No, everyone's going to get one except for maybe Rita, but I think she'll get it because she's going last, so she'll guaranteed get one. All right. I think that Souls will get three. I think Souls will lead with three. Derek Rose five times. No. That's not the answer. <laughs> I will let you guys know right now. Derek Rose five times? Not the answer. Not the answer. Derek Rose three Are ready? times. Still not I'm pretty answer. confident. All right. Derek Rose, mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler, Doug McDermott. All right. Okay. You're gonna say Shut the, up. You're going to say the other two bold, Jeff? Shut up. Taj Gibson. Dwayne Wade. Joakim Noah. Twenty to five. All right, Gilberto. Yeah, you're don't up. fuck up, Kyle. You gonna say all the Bulls? No, I'm not. Well, you gonna say all his favorite players? No, I'm not. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. It's not all Bulls. Are you still pissed? Kind of. Um, <laughs> Spotty Street. Stop shaking it. Rose Wade. Ben Simmons. <laughs> Riveting, Kyle. Riveting. Yeah, come on, Kyle. Dude, I, it's fucking hard, all right? It's You're just going to go off what we said. Get off my ass. Listen, I, I got names that haven't been said yet. Corver. Okay. Um, yeah, I know. And I know I'm going to say names and the positions are going to line up, but whatever. That's fine. I'll still give you it to you if you get, if you get them. I'm not giving Kyle Corver the three. I'm not saying. Oh, I got to. I got to say him in that order. No, no. no oh, okay. Fine. Come on, Kyle. It's hard. We're running out of time, like big time. Yeah. It's like 54 already. Hustle. Rose Wade. Rose Wade Corver. Give me your two Four big men. Who you got for two Come big on. men? Oh, now. You got to save yourself. So you're getting three. Oh boy. 
You guys think this is fucking easy? I mean, I, they, I don't, cause they don't, because you guys are better at this. Um, yeah, I'm about to name nonsense. should be for Come you. On. Just say two players. We got to move. Davis Adams. Okay. Rose. Mm-hmm. Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Noah. LeBron. All right. All right. So it's funny. I thought we were doing Bulls, and you named a lot of <laughs> no, not Bulls. My favorite, my favorite starting five in the NBA right now. Okay, here we go. Let's fire here. LeBron, uh, Draymond Green, Paul George, uh, Chris Paul, and Serge Ibaka. I'm way closer to Corver than all five of those. Yeah, guys, at Draymond Green. <laughs> Rita? That's like my least favorite player in the NBA. Listen, he's a dirty player. I know you like those dirty players. LeBron. Antler combo. Should I give her a point for saying yes. antler combo? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to give her a point for saying antler combo. Jeff, are you sure you want me to give her a point? Yeah, she could beat me if it's on that. <laughs> All right. Um, Derek Rose. Duck. Okay. Duck. Duck. Goose. Duck. All right, come on, hurry up. I know. Just say two big names. Bring it up. Come on, we watch basketball for a half an hour every Wednesday. James Harden. A half hour? Oh, yeah, that guy with the <laughs> beard. Then we're all bored. James Harden, the guy with the beard. Okay. And, um... And, uh... Just say the first basketball name you can think of. Say Larry, Larry Bird. Seek. Huh? Say, say Larry, Larry David. Bird. All right. You guys are terrible, man. Derek Rose at the one. DeMar DeRozan at the two. Vince Carter at the three. I don't know how I, nobody got Vince Carter. Like, nobody can I, at all. It wasn't even on my radar. I prepared for the Bulls for this question. And I peed through most of the answers. <laughs> so I, I would have done things a little bit differently. This one I expected nobody to get. Kristaps Porzingis at the four. Wow. And then I'm very surprised Kyle didn't get this one. At the five? Dwight Howard. DeAndre Jordan. It's a funny way to say Dwight Howard. I don't know better. But I've always said that DeAndre Jordan's been my favorite center. I've said it to you a bunch <laughs> of times. I don't know how many questions are on. Who went first that one? Um, Jeff. Jeff Burns. Was no, that one. Yeah, you guys all did bad. All right. Two, technically. <laughs> Souls is up. Yep. What is my favorite football play of all time? Bears football play. So Bears football play. Because it, it is a Bears football play. Um. Well, you did end around a lot. I know you hate that. Also, hate outside runs. <laughs> so, is it just a specific play or like nope. a play that they run? Nope. Specific play. Specific, like a specific play in history. So, are you just so saying like, it'd be all like all end arounds? No, no, no. no be, <laughs> so, like, instead of saying like the outside zone, it'd be like the David Terry helmet. Yeah, catch. that's what I mean. I, yeah. That's what I was thinking, but he just named a play. <laughs> Devin Hester's uh, kickoff. Yeah. Okay. Same, same thing. You know, you're talking in the Super Bowl. That's what you're describing. Jesus Christ. Uh, well, I mean, the guy is like just hear it enough. The guy has done it, you know, 24 times or whatever. Uh, so there's a part of me that really thinks he likes that play a lot, but I don't know if it's that. I feel like we've got to be some random fumble well, recovery. Come on, I, come I, on, I could be, be dead wrong. We're All so right. out of time. <laughs> okay, uh, so I think it's first. Uh, I think it's versus uh, the, the Cardinals in 2006 uh, when Erlacher, uh 
scooped it up and scored. Rita? Devin has her thing. Okay. Am I in last right now? No. Cody Parkey's field goal. Oh, man. Deduct his points. I'm going to deduct so many points from Mock for that. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> you egged him on. Yeah. I you did not. Yeah. You right. So nobody got it right, but Kendall was the closest. I didn't get it right. Brian Urlacher didn't scoop it up and score. Brian Urlacher forced the fumble, and Charles Tillman scooped it up and scored. Ugh. So Can I get a half point? No. Nope. Listen, everyone else had half points in these type of games. Can I have a half? You gave I've her gave, a, I've oh, given so you no want a handout. She huh? said antler combo. Yeah. From Rebecca, that's a point. I would have said that if I knew that's what we were doing. I, was, I won't give I you a half point because you're not in last. All right. Government shut down, I said I buddy. won't. No cheese give for you. Give me a half. I deserve the cheese. <laughs> Who went first on that one? Kyle? Yeah. So back to you. All right. We have to make this the last one. <laughs> no, we don't. We're going right. late. We're going late. No one's got anywhere to be tomorrow morning. That's not true. No, Rebecca, you don't teach kids. You Listen, teach gremlins. Oh, the diner's a factor here. I don't know. Oh, it's always a factor. Foot I love the diner, but they stopped serving drinks a minute ago. <laughs> I said right. bring my own, which I can do, but... Can you stop? Know. Yep. All right, what are my three favorite hard liquor drinks? Like, liquors. What are my three favorite hard liquors of all time? So, again, how... Not cocktails. No, straight no, no, drinks. But, like, how specific? Just types, types of You can't of say bourbon. So that's what, like, are you looking Specific for a brand? brand? Not like, you don't have to say like Jim Beam Vanilla. Like if you said Jim Beam, that would suffice. No, I, I okay. Um, and we're looking for three? Yep. No specific order. All right. I do think they're all bourbons. Yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm trying to think, think back to your old liquor cabinet there. The uh, Eagle Rider bourbon. Yep. You had a lot of that. It's not Eagle Rider. What is it? Is it Eagle Rare? Eagle Rare. I thought I knew it was a word like that. <laughs> Eagle Rider. Eagle Rider. <laughs> right, so um, Eagle Rider. Yep. Um, hmm. What is? Come on. Come on, Mark. It's easy. Jefferson's Ocean. Oh, super super specific. I like that. <laughs> and um, Hennessy. All right. <laughs> Come on. So, Jefferson's Ocean is an excellent guess, and also my first. Uh, <laughs> is, Crown... it, is it really your first guess? Oh, damn. It is my first guess. And uh, Crown Royal has a lot of great products. Yeah, damn. Um, I'd love to go with the original because logically. No, 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 just, 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 just say Crown Royal. A Crown Royal, Jefferson's Ocean, and so this is specific tequila whose name I can't think of. They have oh, very... it's Jose Cuervo. It is not that. Uh, Milagro? The Milagro okay. is, my, is my guess. Right. Rebecca? That's Patron. Okay. Patron? What is he, a rap star? He collected all the things. Hypnotic Ciroc. Do, <laughs> Do you remember him at school? He collected all the things. I remember, but I don't remember it being a um, favorite. I collect a lot of garbage. I had the other one, and now I forgot it. Right. So. It's a Vermont double IP. Stop! Stop. You gotta go. Bourbon. Bourbon, bourbon. <laughs> Bought their brand for a while, so they closed became a gas station. I had station. A, one, but just go. All right. Get it. Okay. Crown, Mucow, Patties. Ooh. The old Mucow. Huh. Like you had so doubting his own answer. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to copy yours, though. Let's go ahead. Jeff's. Pussy. Okay. You already went. 
<laughs> Around the horn again. Crown Royal. Yeah. Jefferson's. Jägermeister. Uh, I know. As soon as I finished answering, I thought of Jaeger. Totally so, discounted that as an option. Not McGregor's shit. <laughs> no. No one said that. No one said that. No said that. You like that stuff, Kyle? It's not the greatest. Give him the bottle. He wants to take another swig. He's, 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 he's looking for around the horn right here. Around the horn? Too strong for you. All right. We got two more questions. We're going to make them quick. Make them real quick. All right. Kettle, you're first on this one. Okay. My Mount Rushmore favorite bears all time. Huh. Okay. All time. Nope. All right. Uh, Charles Tillman, Brian Erlacher. Um... I'm just going to throw Walter Payton on the list. Uh, Jacob. Since, since a, I'll eliminate that just because since we started. Since I've watched football. Okay, since you watch Okay, so Erlacher, Tillman. Um, <clears throat> Come on. Okay, sorry. My bad. Um, you are bad. Yep. Yeah, I, I am very bad. She's already ready. Jesus Christ. She already has her four because she needs you to say your four. Oh, now. Nah. Uh, oh, now. Nah. Okay. Hold um, now. Chub. I said hold now. Hold Chub. 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 Chub it up. Chub it chub up. up. For all you listeners, hey. throw up your, the horn. Now. Throw up your chub. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Brian Erlacher, Charles Tillman, um, uh, Blanket Real Head. We got to move this on. Tank Johnson. Uh, <laughs> Tommy Harris. And no, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Tommy uh, Harris. The real Adrian Peterson. No, no, All right, no. come on. Jesus, okay. fuck. And, uh, come on. Moussin Mohammed. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. I Go was, ahead, Rachel. I was pressured. Cancer from that. Brian Erlacher, Charles Tillman, Brandon Marshall, and Julius Peppers. Okay. How confident she was. Charles for... Tillman, Lance Briggs, Brian Erlacher, Matt Forte. Mm, I fuck want, off. I wanted some of those. I sure did. Oh, what Jeff said. <laughs> no. Erlacher, uh, Briggs. I'm going to break it. Tank Johnson. Because it's going to be exactly what I said. No. Erlacher, Briggs, Tillman, Heston. Erlacher, Tillman, Jared Allen, Matt Forte. Ooh. I like the homer pick there, but it's not Jared Allen. Ah. Uh, Tried to pull at the heartstrings. Jamar got the clean sweep. Yeah, Erlacher, bitch. Briggs, Tillman, Forte. I've always liked Forte more than Hester. Just because Hester couldn't catch the ball. You liked Hester. I did. He's a very solid five. He was a bad defensive back. If they back. ever made a back half of the Mount Rushmore, he'd be first. Right there with Johnny Knox. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Knoxville? Well, hold on. I panicked Maybe. too much. All right. I was back at a leadoff. Rebecca, you get to lead the last question? For all, all, right. for all the marbles. No. For all the marbles. Bet it all, baby. You ready, Rebecca? Home. Okay. Same Mount Rushmore question, but for the NFL teams of each of you. Giants. Steelers, Rams, because Mass isn't here, and Saints. One of each or four from each? One of each. Oh. Not four from each. I was going to say. Yeah. All right. So my Mount Rushmore spans the United States. No. One of each. So one Giant, one Steeler, one Ram, one Saint. Heinz Ward. Drew Brees. Okay. Troy Pomalu. This is favorite. Favorite. Palomalu. Okay. Eli. Okay. Rams. Mm -hmm. Todd Gurley. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, Marshall Falk. No, 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 no. Scratch that. Isaac Bruce. Okay. Reggie Bush. Okay. James Harrison. Okay. Justin Tuck. All right. Brett Kiesel. Okay. Um, 
Eli. Um, Drew Brees. <laughs> I like the way you said it. <laughs> and uh, Drew Kurt Warner. <laughs> like, that guy's okay. Brees, Kiesel, JPP, and... Ah, <laughs> oh, the Rams one is tough. Rams one is tough. Mark Bulger. <laughs> wow. Terrible. <laughs> um, he was fantastic. Uh, you realize how big of a fan of Mark Bulger that man is? Wasn't. He has his jersey. Doesn't. I did. Did you? Suck it. Give it to him, Reed. Give it to him. Oh, 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 now. Huh? <sighs> Come on. We got a beer. <laughs> Come on. Do. Right, right, I've okay. drained this way too long. I'm sorry. It's because Kyle had to do the NBA talk. He couldn't wait till next week. It's all your fault, Kyle. Get off your phone. Hold now. Come on, Reed. Hold now. Okay. All right. Brett, He's so mad at me. We're getting Taco Bell, Kyle. Don't worry. Brett Kiesel. <laughs> no time. Brett Kiesel. Orlando Pace. Um, I'm going to go with Orlando Jordan for sure. I'm going to start. I'm going to go with, uh, OC Umanura and just drag your feet a little more. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come on, man. <laughs> True breeze. All right. Rita, quick, go. I already did. I let it off. Oh, that's yeah. right. Same again. All right. So, Saints, Reggie Bush. Damn. What did I say? Reggie Bush. Yeah. <laughs> Rams, Kurt Warner. Damn. You didn't uh, say Kurt Warner. It was Mark Bulger. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't Isaac Bruce. <laughs> Steelers, is Brett Kiesel. Giants. Come on. Nobody got it right. Who is it? Plaxico. Uh, wow. I mean, yeah, shot himself. I would have guessed that. Yep, it's Plexico. <coughs> so who won? Well, the winner is, as predicted, Brrr. Jeff Martin. <laughs> was it? it was. Did you already deduct his parky points? Oh, no, I didn't. You're right. The winner's Kyle. <laughs> Good job, Kyle. Attaboy. <laughs> Kyle can help in this. You then know. Jeff. You didn't round the hornet. Then Mock, fuck Try, you, Kendall. Said, no. said my friend. We'll send it this way. Actually, then I, Rebecca. I then Kendall. Kendall finished last. I think I always finish last. <laughs> Kendall finished last in Fantasy Riddler. I think, did I not finish in first, I mean, in any game? I don't think I, I finished in. I, I just wanted to be known that it, the streak continues because I would have finished first in this one as well. Beer reviews. Beer reviews, yes. Oh, uh, okay. Social media plugs, actually. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. <laughs> Hold up. Wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Gentlemen, thank you. I know it was long and winded, but thank you for participating it in Riddler's Drinking. I, I've, ha- I just, I've had so much extra time to think about it because of the holidays. and everything. I've just been like adding questions. <laughs> Where can they find us, Mock? Be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports oh, With no. Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's finishing last in Riddler's rankings or entering your new beer reviews in the journal. Yeah. Subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Anywhere you can find a podcast, we are there. We are on the PPRN radio network every Monday night from, we're going to call it 8 to 11 now. Sure. Be sure to check out all the other PPRN shows. Every Tuesday and Wednesday, you have the Peter Pino show from 730 to 1030. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Subscribe to the new YouTube channel for all the live streams from PPRN. Um, download the PPRN app. 
Find our stuff. We're come out on, there. Come on. Beer reviews? Kyle? Love Hazy was very smooth. Wow, great. What it tastes like? Good Give me some notes. Wait, um, what you write down in your book? I think we're very tasty. All right. As expected. Just check things fine. off. I did. It's the whole point of the book, Kyle. Oh, Jesus. Jeff and I are going last. We have a lot to cover. Um, it cost me $19.95. For oh. a four-pack. Yep. 6.6% alcohol percentage. Yep. Okay. You don't have to get that in depth. <laughs> he just hit himself with the microphone. Well, I want to have it again. It said, sure. So I said, what was that? No, it was very good. Um, wasn't very strong, like taste wise. It was a mild beer. Yeah, it wasn't chop. Wasn't like that tropical, but it was good. All right, Moxie. The koalas Devil's Hop Yard, eight eight point six percent, New England style IPA. Very. It was citrusy, but it was also super boozy, but tasty. Was it citrus? It it had citrus notes, but the, being at eight point six percent, I mean, it it was a lot more boozier. Especially as it got warm, it, you know, it opens up, but it was good. Tasted very good. <clears throat> Red Baron, here. Welcome to Vermont. It's a double IPA from Long Trail Brewing, 8.3%. Double IPA. Um, smell and flavor, very similar. I checked them off of both for uh, citrusy and bread. I just, uh, bread, I think. <laughs> well, bread, it, it fits that bill of kind of like a, a heavier taste, I guess. Uh. This, this beer is very heavy. Um, and I love double IPAs, uh, so this was excellent for me. Star ratings. Uh, so I, I I gave it a sure. I would get this again. I mean, it wasn't like a I, I would sell out for this beer entirely, but I enjoyed it because I love double IPAs and uh, it fit the bill. So I highly recommend it. Martin, Blizzard of Hops. I have three logged here. Blizzard of Hops. Uh, I just have fridge for cost. But out of uh, Troigs, very good, very good. Citrus pine flavor, a little bit earthy. There's some floral aromatics in it. Um, but it's smooth, not overly happy. I'm very satisfied. Four and a half stars. Absolutely would get it again. Moving on to the Copper Lager from Budweiser featuring Jim Beam. Um, very cheap. 6.2%. <laughs> a little toasted almond caramel kind of thing going on. Pretty boozy. I gave it a three and a half stars. I'd get it again. Miller Lite. Cost. <laughs> Don't even. Who cares? 4.2% it's of, of lovely. You put cents. <laughs> <laughs> what was the price you paid for that Miller? Uh, cents. Cents. Cents, huh? I'd like to know that I so, brought over those Millers that Jeff says. <laughs> I gave you the cents that we were going to drink them. Um, aroma. Skunk and floral. <laughs> flavor. Skunk and earthy. But in all seriousness, it's three stars. Miller Lite's pretty good for a light beer. Excellent beer. Uh, first beer I had was the Brand Bramble Rye Stout from Goose Island Brewing in Chicago. Uh, 12.5%, uh, $30 a bottle. Um, uh, black in color, got a lot of bread, coffee, and caramel notes. Uh, Flavor-wise, had the coffee, uh, a lot of bitterness to it. It was very earthy and toffee. Uh, it had a very sweet nose, but a bitter finish, a lot of rye flavor, no boozy finish at all. Uh, would highly recommend aging it for at least a year. I think it would really bring all the, the flavors together on the palate. Uh, four stars, absolutely would get it again. Um, How was the funk? I'm getting there. I 
just wanted to say. Second beer was Citrus from Funk Brewing in Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania. Uh, 10.99 a four-pack, guesstimate, at uh, 6.5%. Uh, it was golden in color, a lot of citrus on the nose, floral on the nose, very grapefruit. Um, flavor-wise, had the grapefruit and lime flavor, very floral. Uh, it was uh, had the, the Dippa hoppiness, but it wasn't boozy like a Dippa. Uh, it was a standard IPA, heavy on the grapefruit. Gave it uh, two and a half stars. I am doubtful on getting it again. Uh, just so you guys know, our, our rankings for that is absolutely sure, maybe doubtful, and no chance. I'd get it if it was the only thing available. No chance yeah. means I'm just not going to drink. And then last was uh, Natural Ice from Anheuser-Busch in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, it, alcohol percentage, I don't know. Uh, cost free on welfare. Um, straw colored. It's it's grainy and got a grossness aroma. Uh, flavors bread. Uh, it's serviceable and it's a great drunk beer. I gave it a star, but I'd absolutely get it again because it's a drunk beer and it's cheap. Agreed. Yes. All right, and that's our beer reviews. I like the books. The book is what the show has been needing forever. I like the books. It's hard when you drink three beers because it's a little long, but. I like the book. I think even Souls gave a very good beer review. I think life people is short. Drink well, you beer. know he's actually awake for the beer review this week. That's also true. <laughs> Past few weeks he's been asleep. Not anymore. Oh, <laughs> heavy hit for the private right, side so, for Souls uh, to close the evening. Next week when we come back, we have uh, <laughs> AFC and NFC Championship game recaps, along with uh, no Super Bowl predictions. That's saved for the week after. So just game recaps. We're gonna have NHL talk. We're going to have some more NBA talk. We're going to have some more MLB talk. Hopefully, by then, we have some Harper Machado signing, which uh, should persuade yeah, more hopefully, signings. Hopefully, it's just done with by next week. Yeah, so Unlikely. But either way, whether it's games, whatever, we, you know, the, the this will change as the week goes on because, you know, assuming Harper and Machado sign this week, which I think Souls believes they will, um, if they do, that's what we talk about. If they don't, then we don't talk about it. Um, but we'll have plenty of content. And then the following week after that, a lot of, a lot of Super Bowl analysis, uh, award show games, all kinds of stuff. But until those shows, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark Sheen Washable. Nay. I am Toothpick Souls. Yeah, hey. Uh, really fucked me up there. I'm J-Mart. <laughs> and I'm... Yeah, all right. And I'm the Red Baron. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.